episode 186 of the PS Nation podcast. We are just rolling into Extra Life along with myself. Of course, we've got the two J's, Joel Scherfinski. How's it going, sir? Very well. What's happening? Uh, I'm going to drink the rest of this bottle of scotch, I think, tonight. That, that's how this week's been. And uh, our buddy Josh. How's it going, man? Excellent. You ready to, to fly out for Extra Life? Yeah, think so <laughs> even though with yeah. your list of games that you put on the website i think you're going to be bringing about five suitcases <laughs> holy cow man! <laughs> yeah i gotta figure out a way to make that happen yeah <laughs> you know it's 24 hours not 24 days right Just oh no way. i'm gonna be playing one game every 10 20 minutes <laughs> see that's why i never finish anything oh my god <laughs> that's my problem i think i think we're gonna have to have people pay to not allow you to play just cause 2 by the way Oh, yeah, see? Now, actually, did I put that on the list? I've, if I didn't, I was well, like, going to bring it that, anyway. It's like War and Peace. It's, it, no. <laughs> it's a given. It's got to be on the list. Yeah, no shit. Uh, all right, well, we're going to be talking a lot of Extra Life this week, of course. So uh, we've also got a pretty big report from New York City Comic Con. So let's go through a couple of things we're going to be doing. A shitload of new releases. Holy cow. Uh, of course, all of our Extra Life plans, including some of the other podcasts uh, on the VG Evo team couple of news items, uh, what we're playing. Uh, in the news items, we're going to have that Comic-Con coverage. Our, my review of Medal of Honor and Josh's review of all things FIFA 11. Uh, at least all things PlayStation for FIFA 11. Uh, I think we're going to skip emails tonight because I have a feeling we're going to go really long on a couple of these things. So uh, it sounds like it's not going to be much, but I have a feeling it will be. So uh, I'm going to run through this really quick. So uh, if you want to contact us, a lot of different ways you can do that. You can send an email to podcast at psnation.org, or if you go over to psnation.org, where we have just a buttload of stuff, including multiple news news items and articles, our writers are in full effect, and they're kicking major ass. It's awesome. It is so sweet. Uh, if you go over there, you can go on the right side of the screen down a little bit, and you'll see a Contact Us uh, button. You click on that, and it'll allow you to fill out a little form. It'll email us, or you can s- click Call Me. And that will allow you to put your phone number in. It will call you, and for three minutes, you can leave us a voicemail. Or you can call a regular voicemail line at 715-502-9773. Or if you have Skype, you can just call WDT-Torgo. Also, don't forget to look for us on Facebook under PS Nation Podcast. You can also find all three of us on Twitter at PJFJosh, at 5SpotJoel, and, of course, at PS3Nation. You can also go over to VGEVO.com, where all of our other podcasts on the network are lo- located, including our forums are over there. Our official forums are VGEVO.com. And, of course, you can go over to FuriousGamer.com and check out all the streaming video game podcasts. Or if you have an iPhone or an iPod Touch for $0.99, cents, go to the App Store, grab that app, and pretty much anywhere you can get connectivity, you can listen to all those different podcasts. Pretty badass. Also... We've got some new stuff over there. Of course, Episode 3 in PlayStation Home came out last week. And uh, if you stay till the end of it, you actually get I, what I think is a pretty cool thing. You get a PS Nation t-shirt with our new design on the back of it. And uh, if you go over to Zazzle.com slash PS Nation, you can essentially get that same exact shirt for yourself in the real world. It's pretty cool. You can't watch a video and get it for free, of course, but it is out there for you to grab. A couple of the new items as well. We changed the logos on all of them to the new logo. Again, that's Zazzle.com slash PS Nation. And also, last but certainly not least, our sponsor, over to audiblepodcast.com slash PS Nation. 
and sign up for the 14-day trial for Audible.com. But if you go through the audiblepodcast.com slash PSNation, you get a free book in the deal, and if you don't keep the account, you get to keep the book. Pretty badass. So check free all that book. out. Free book. And they got tons. My God, they have so much over there. So check all that out, and uh, I'm done. So now Joel gets to talk for 20 minutes about all these freaking new releases. Oh, boy, there's a big list. I see three I'm going to do, do a little bit different this week. I'm just going to read them all together because I don't think I can throw a little bit of narrative after every single one of these games. That's what Josh <laughs> and I are much. for, anyway. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll interrupt you. Don't worry about pepper it. Pepper it in, boys. It's our, it's our thing. You know, I just thought of a contest, too, and we can run it past you live here, but... How about somebody sending us a picture of them in one of those fancy new PS Nation t-shirts Ooh. standing next to their avatar also wearing the same t-shirt? Ooh. Ah, huh. I'm going to win. I have a stack of comic books <laughs> that somebody sent. <laughs> I'm sure we can muster up a prize to the first person who sends us that picture. Yeah, I'm sure I can rustle something up. So have at it, peeps. All right. I'm going to start reading. You guys can interrupt me and start talking. Hey, Josh, what's uh, what do you think of the... No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should start first, I guess. Okay, sorry. Okay, here's your cue. Next next week on PS3, we've got Fallout New Vegas. Cool. Fallout Vegas. Fallout. Oh, my God. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is done by the original Fallout team, not Fallout 3, but this is done by the people that did the original Fallout 1 and 2. Wait, but what's this one about? I mean, it's just more Fallout. Well, it's... It's but it's kind Vegas. Of the en- yeah, it's kind of the engine of Fallout, Ve- Fallout 3, but it's in Vegas, and it's not the same team as 3 and stuff. Hey, I read an article on the internet about the strategy guide and how it has more hey. words than words than peace. Hey, hey. I You're am. not supposed to be commenting here. It's just us. <laughs> <laughs> Next game, Pro Evolution Soccer 2011. Next. That's right. And we're going to be talking about FIFA later on, so we won't talk much about this one now. Time yeah. Crisis Raising Storm comes Want. out next week. The Why isn't it nice. out this week? Damn it. This is the oh. game for the Move Controller. Yeah. But that's got the other two, the other Time Crisis and the, it's got, the Dead Storm Pirates, right? It's got Dead yeah. Storm Pirates and it's got, I believe, yeah. Time Crisis 4, I want to say. Yes. Very cool. Another good yes. light gun type of game next week, The Shoot. Sweet. Another move That's title. fun game. Hell yeah. Yep. Everybody's probably checked out the demo for those two with the move pack. Hells yeah. Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 2. God. Revy's got to be jumping up and down right now. Oh my god, I'm Naruto! <laughs> they sure come out with a lot of these Naruto games, so somebody's jumping up and down somewhere. Oh yeah. A game I'm looking forward to, Vanquish. Sweet! Hits the shelves next week. EA Sports MMA, which has a lot of potential. I like the demo. I thought the demo was really, really good. DJ Hero 2. Oh, snap. See, now why More didn't the this same? come out this week? You guys could have played two-player on this. <laughs> it's true. Damn it. Well, it's all about the stamina. we got to go for 24 hours, so <laughs> we get way way too into DJ Hero 2. We'll be flipping around, doing the worm. You yeah, know, but we can make the last four hours fun. of Extra Life like a big rave. I'll, I'll bring the uh, <laughs> little glow sticks and some pacifiers. <laughs> we'll use Red Bull as ecstasy. Do I have to bring my little spinning light ball that I got? <laughs> hey, whoa. I don't want to hear about good times like that. That's kind of probably should. 
<laughs> you could take a flashlight and just a bunch of like cellophane paper and make your own spinning light ball. Trust me, by the time we're about 20 hours into Extra Life, you're going to have that spinning light ball in your head. <laughs> you're not going to know what, just, what's going on. Yeah. yeah just we'll in see. time to contemplate your strategies for Battle versus Chess, which comes out next week. <laughs> what a dumb name. No, yeah, that is a dumb name, but is this just basically an updated version of like bat, the old Battle Chess? That's what I was wondering, too. I have no idea. Because Battle Chess was fun. Well, but it's chess. Yeah, but you get to watch these things morph into actual creatures and beat the hell out of each other, just like you're playing the crazy chess thing in Star Wars. See, what you, you need know? is you need the um, National Lampoon Battle Chess. It had all these uh, digitized, rotoscoped, real people and, and characters, and would have a dog that would pee on, on the other, you know, like if if the dog was a knight, it would pee on the rook. Stuff like that. Nice. It was a cool game back in the day. Sounds like downloadable content in the very near future. Ooh. <laughs> I think Joel's in the wrong the wrong field. <laughs> Saw 2, Flesh and Blood. Uh-huh. Which, uh, obviously, a movie series. And the first game got a little bit of a following. Some people got into it. Got yeah. kind of poor reviews, but it had a decent, small, little cult following. Go figure. Well, it's a puzzle game at heart, so I, I think that uh, a lot of the puzzle crowd really enjoyed it. A puzzle game. Uh, <laughs> Nerds. I get it. Oh, saw yeah. Two. It's a puzzle game. Yeah. I never saw any of those uh, movies, so I just got it now. Well, the main villain yeah, is Jigsaw. named Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah, I got it now. <laughs> we have our first guitar game coming out next week. This game is a little bit ahead of the curve here. They're coming out before Rock Band 3. It's called Power Gig, Rise of the Six String. Oh, these poor people. If only yeah. this would have come out last year, they would have made it. Yeah, killing. definitely. Yeah. You know, and they have some big name uh, musicians that have signed on with this, like Eric Clapton is one of them. And yeah. Surprisingly large name artists it's, typically you see these kind of things when you're walking around walgreens and, you know yeah this is uh it's well, a real deal potentially yeah unfortunately it had that kind of feel to it at e3 because they weren't even inside they were outside <laughs> on the walkway between the two buildings and it almost felt like they snuck out there and set up a tent <laughs> yeah but you know what they had a huge uh area at pax right next to nintendo really i mean a wow. huge area a huge booth and they actually had people up on pedestals playing, so you could see them from really far away. It seemed competent, and it seemed like it worked and everything else. And and I think the music list, actually, there is some cool stuff on there. But with Rock Band 3 coming out and that pedigree and the things that we've seen Rock Band 3 already do, I I, I just think these guys are in for a world, world of hurt. And I, I feel bad about it. Like I said, I, it, it, it's, it's really bad. If they would have came out with this last year, even... The holidays last year, I think it would have done a lot better. Even if it came out in June, I think it would have done a lot better. But, you yeah. know, Guitar Hero already came out. Rock Band's going to be out in a couple weeks. And, uh, man, just really piss-poor timing. Yeah, you're right about that. But, you know, obviously it replicates the pro mode in Rock yeah. Band 3, which uses a real guitar. So I'm kind of interested as a guitar player to see the tech for this versus Rock Band 3. Now, Rock Band 3 obviously has the pedigree, and I trust that they'll nail it, but... You know, I'm, I'm anxious to see the difference in the tech. And are they using the same type of setup? And 
Are they sure. measuring your string hits the same way and all that nerdy stuff? Yeah, nerd. So you get you get the <laughs> you get the game and guitar for one seventy nine, and then they have a band bundle. Yeah. I don't know how that's really handled, but that's two twenty nine. All the band bundles the same thing: guitar, drums, and microphone. So real guitar, but fake drums. Yeah, I think I'm all trying right. to remember what the hell they look like, but <laughs> I don't know. It, it it didn't impress on me for anything, so I don't think it was anything special. Yeah, and like you said, that probably doesn't show too well next to Rock Band 3. Yeah. You see I, those two in the same day, you probably leave it a little bit less uh, excited had you not seen Rock Band 3. Exactly. All right, another game, Nailed, comes out next week. Don't know a whole lot about that one. It's uh, kind of an ATV, kind of like Pure a little bit. Uh, ATV type game, uh, or I think they have motocross in it as well. It looked good at PAX. I, I played it once, uh, but it looked good. It was nice graphics, pretty smooth and everything else. Uh but I really didn't play it enough to make a, you know, uh, an educated decision about it. Another guitar game, Rock of the Dead. <laughs> they were outside too, weren't they, Josh? Yeah, I think they were. Yeah, I don't really remember that one so much. Yeah, I just remember the girls walking around dressed like zombies or whatever. Want to play yes. a game? <laughs> no. Winter Sports 3. Ahead of the winter season. <laughs> all right. So before you can even lace up your ice skates, you can get all prepped up with Winter Sports 3. Oh? God knows I will. <laughs> and on the PSP, we've got two games, Dragon Ball Z, Tenkaichi, Tag Team, mm-hmm. and Blazing Souls, Acelate, or Acelate. <laughs> something like that acetate it's blazing souls blazing souls souls are blazing word. for the acetate. <laughs> <laughs> that might be no a ps2 show. games this that week might be a show title acetate all right uh well let's just dig into extra life uh and like i said if, if this is your first time around extra life is something that sarcastic gamers put on for the last couple of years this is the third year that we're involved with it and uh, it's all for Children's Miracle Network. It's to benefit that. So we're doing a 24-hour gaming marathon starting on October 16th, 2010 at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. We will be streaming the entire event on the Internet. And uh, we're trying to raise money. But the cool thing about what we're doing, I think that's a lot different than a lot of the other teams out there, is that we're actually doing a raffle. We had uh, a lot of different game companies uh, donate a bunch of games, a bunch of swag, all kinds of stuff including some Zombieland Blu-rays and uh, a bunch of other really cool stuff. Uh, So depending on how much you donate, you get so many raffle tickets, and then we're going to be drawing the raffle tickets the Sunday after the event. So on, what is it, like the 24th, I think we said? Something like that? I should I should actually probably have that in front of me, but anyway, so we're gonna be we're gonna be choosing those all live online as well, so that uh, everybody knows what what they've got, and we'll have the, the entire list of of raffle winners and everything else in front of us. So what we need for everybody to do is not only just stop over to psnation.org and go over to the right side of the screen, you're gonna see under the stay updated section, you'll see a little extra life banner. Click on that. And it'll take you to all things Extra Life for, for uh, VG Evo North, which we're calling ourselves, because this year we partnered up with Gamers Only Older, which is another one of the podcasts over on VG Evo. And like I said, you'll see all the different things up there. Oh, look, uh, Josh already has the video stream and the chat embedded on our website. Badass. 
Indeed I do. Except we may have to change that to Justin. I'll let you know tomorrow. (laughs) 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 I might have found a better way to stream it. So I I, I was doing some research today when I was waiting for stuff to copy over. Uh, But if you go over there, you'll see the entire prize list as we know it so far. We added a few more things today, uh, including um, some Killzone 2 shirts that were really popular uh, a couple of years ago. And uh, Repeat is coming over for Indus Fest, and he's going to bring two shirts that he still has. And I have one laying around here as well. So we've got some Killzone 2 shirts, Killzone 3 shirts, uh, Zombieland on Blu-ray, a Mafia 2 poster, uh, some Mafia 2 shirts, all kinds of stuff. Uh, New York Comic Con exclusive Tron Betrayal posters and mini-comics. Boy, all kinds of stuff. Some games, you know, copies of Buzz, copies of Killzone Liberation. There's one. Five copies of Medal of Honor the EA put put out for us. Uh, Some Dead Nation t-shirts, which I found out are very, very rare right now uh the marketing guy here in the u.s never even saw them before uh, until i showed him a picture of them so i was kind of surprised by that and also our ea ultimate ps3 sports pack which uh, includes all the sports games from ea for this year including the new mma game coming out next week a set of the wireless singstar microphones uh five copies of naughty bear so you can be a pedal bear <laughs> and a ton of playstation Sweet. home t-shirts who, who doesn't want to be pedal bear really i think joel does anyway so <laughs> it's, it's me. I am Pedal Bear. <laughs> so uh, not only us, but a lot of the other teams are doing something as well. So I was looking around to, to try to find the plans of everyone else over at VGVO, especially. So first off, uh, Expletive Deleted, they're actually starting at 8 p.m. on Friday night and going to 8 p.m. Saturday night. So they're going to be online as well, streaming the entire thing, I believe. And it sounds like they're going to play some DDR and all kinds of stuff. So uh, more power to those guys, but they're going to be playing um, Years of War, the first one, Halo Reach, Borderlands, Battlefield Bad Company 2, Rock Band, DDR Mix, Trials, and PlayStation Move Sports Champions, and he says a whole bunch more. So looks like they're going to stream the whole thing live, uh, which is pretty badass. Also, let's see here, Game Crashers, uh, Dave, I don't know if it's just Dave or if it's all of them, but uh, their list of games is like all these NES games. So they're going to just be playing NES games all 24 hours from what it sounds like. And this list is like 40 games. Oh my God. And he's taking requests too. So you can tell him any old NES game that he'll play it. I think he hates himself. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> you better donate to that gentleman. Yeah, a no lot. Kidding. Uh, and they'll be streaming the whole thing as well over on their Ustream channel. So if you, uh, maybe we'll try to get some of these links on our page as well. But if you head over to VGEVO.com, You'll see all the different podcasts listed there, and everyone's got a uh, an extra life that, that's participating. They've got an extra life uh, thread, usually stickied in their forums, so you can check that out. But that one, I actually, I'll, I might even tune into that one every now and then to see what he's doing. Also, our buddy Dale and and the crew over at the On Tap podcast are going to be doing it. Uh, they're starting at eight a.m. Saturday, October sixteenth, as well, and they're going to be uh, you streaming it. I don't know. I think he probably just has is going to have a camera set up. So uh, Chris and Liz are both going to be playing Lord of the Rings Online, Halo Reach, and Madden NFL 2010. Dale, the master of the game that no one else likes usually, is going to be, of course, <laughs> playing WWF No Mercy on the 64, Mario Kart 64, a whole bunch of stuff. He's got a pretty huge list of games, uh, Burnout Paradise, Blur, all kinds of stuff. Oh, Fitty sent Blood in the Sand. Hit the fucking jump, Fitty! Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> They're going to be doing that. Uh, Indus is going to be a battle and brew, I believe, down in Atlanta, but I can't find information on what they're doing anywhere. I looked on their website. I looked in their forums. I don't see their Extra Life stuff anywhere. So 
I guess if you're in the Atlanta area, head on down to Battle and Brew starting at 8 o'clock Saturday morning. They're going to be open all night for this event, and you can go down and hang out with those guys and play some games with those guys as well. And then, of course, uh, VG Evo proper. Uh, Trickman Terry, Ken, and a few other people are going to be over at the Galloping Ghost Arcade uh, starting at 7 p.m. on October 15th on Friday until 7 p.m. October 16th on Saturday. The place is going to stay open the whole time. It's uh, at 9415 Ogden Avenue in Brookfield, Illinois. Uh, 15 bucks is for the full 24 hours free play on all games. I believe they have like a 170 different arcade units, and they have a console room as well. So 15 bucks gets you in for all of that. Uh, they have pizza for sale, all kinds of stuff, sodas. Uh, so it's pretty badass, but uh, they, they basically said, you know, if you're going to rounds, please stop in and hang out. Uh, they, the more people, the better, and uh, they'll take donations right there as well. Uh, so Terry and Ken are confirmed to be there. Sounds like Zim might stop by, maybe DHD Hunter and somebody else. So uh, stop in there. So again, that's the Galloping Ghost Arcade at 9415 Ogden Avenue in Brookfield, Illinois. So that I kind of want to go to that. <laughs> yeah, no shit. If, if Josh and I quit now, not only do we are we eligible for the prizes... But we also have the opportunity to just ditch you here at my house and head on down to that uh, no, Galloping see, Ghost Arcade. If you, if you quit, you have a 90-day uh, buffer that you're not allowed to participate in any contests. No, that's not I've in my never been on this show. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm on my laptop tonight, and I usually have like two monitors and everything running, so I was searching around for this. And I totally missed it because... I'm on my little screen tonight. I'm I'm all old school because all my equipment's down at Joel's house. So, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about Extra Life, but we've got our list of games that we're going to play. We also, I need to put my list of five games I don't want to play, but quite honestly, they're at Joel's and I don't remember what the hell they are. So we've all got (laughs) a list of five games that we don't want to play. And you guys can pay. If you pay enough money, we will have to play that game for an hour during Extra Life. Uh, We're going to be streaming direct feed gameplay video the entire time. Uh, over the over the site, and we also have all the the voice chat coming through the audio. So if you guys are online playing with us, people in the stream will be able to hear you talking. And, and also, we've got microphones set up all over the room, so you'll be able to hear us talking as well. So we did a bunch of testing on that last weekend, uh, and my thanks to Joel and Shay for putting up with my shenanigans. But uh, we went down and tested everything, and I think we've got the audio mix pretty damn nice right now. So. Uh, it, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have the, the chat. We're going to try to set up a projector so we can all see the chat. And uh, I, I, God, I can't wait. This is going to be so much fun. So at our event, it's going to be us three, myself, Joel, and Josh. Josh is flying in from Jersey for this. And uh, we're going to have Mark and Jesse. And we're also going to have Nine Volt, Nine Volt, and uh, the Cracker Jack, except the Cracker Jack might be late. Also, I believe Scott Sauer is going to show up a little bit later. He's got something going on that day, but he's going to try to show up a little bit later. And one note from last week, we were talking about uh, the TE stick. Uh, it's a fighting stick that, that uh, Scott is actually customizing for this event as one of the prizes. We were going to try to do the highest, the person with the highest amount of donations by 1 o'clock in the morning we were going to do as the winner. Problem is we noticed over the last couple of weeks that PayPal is not posting right away on our page. So we don't have any way of knowing, like let's say you've, you donated that morning and it doesn't come through. We have no way of knowing that. So we're going to make mm. it at the end of the event. Whoever had the highest amount of donations is going to win this TE stick. Uh, Scott's going to try to send some pictures over tonight, and as soon as I get them, I'm going to put them up on the page. But it's custom just for this event for VG Evo North, uh, even though we're not in Canada. Well, 
When did Canada start counting? Come on, really? <laughs> We're about as close to Canada as you can get, though. That's true. Before being in Canada. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I can still I can smell the maple syrup here. We're that close. So indeed. So Josh, you're all excited, right? You're you're all ready to go. Eh. Oh yes, I, I can't <laughs> wait. Poor Josh. No, it's gonna be cool. I'm excited. Yeah. I, all I have to do is throw a bunch of stuff on a backpack and come on out because I'm gonna be awake the whole time, and then I'm gonna be on a plane coming home. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. I just need to be able to watch my NLCS on oh my Saturday God. and Sunday. So I'm going to be playing a lot of PSP at some point on Saturday. <laughs> I wish my plan, anyway. card would work with PSP. I'd hook that thing up too. But uh, yeah, so and, and Joel, you know, big man Joel, because we're at his house. He's got his big ass TV and his couch and his surround sound. So oh, yeah, sad. I'm rolled right up against it. It's really yeah. nice. That was great watching the game. <laughs> <laughs> Joel's got this humongous yeah, we're basement. Right on, we're sitting right on top of the television now, like literally like two feet away, which I'm a, kind, kind nice. of excited about because usually I'm sitting in the back like six feet. And I don't know if, you know, if you're, in my opinion, playing like Modern Warfare six feet away is much more difficult than playing it two feet away. I agree. So I've, I've always wanted to be right up on the television and now I have an excuse. <laughs> so we bumped that baby right up to there. And <laughs> Actually, my nose I'm is still a little it. burned. <laughs> Sand. Yeah, so I don't think uh, my wife is too thrilled about it, though. <laughs> oh, she'll be upstairs most of the time. We won't even see her. Oh uh, yeah, it's all good. She'd be all right. Uh, yeah. So again, this is all for Children's Miracle Network, and also, uh, you know, a couple of the guys from IGN are doing this this year. So as usual, I have to say uh, we need to beat those guys because they're the corporate bastards that are involved. Uh, we need to show IGN that our community is way better than theirs because we already know it, but obviously they don't know it. So, just saying, just saying, we need to beat those bastards. Uh, Plus, we got the better prizes. We have oh way better. We have way better. Way prizes. better swag. <clears throat> I agree. I, I totally agree. So, uh, our thanks to everybody that that's already donated, and our thanks to everyone that that's sent us prizes, uh, including some listeners that sent prizes in. Just all kinds of cool stuff. So, we we are going to have a blast. But like I said, get over to the page at psnation.org, click the extra life button on the right side. Everything that we're doing prize list, video stream, everything is right there, and you can check it all out. So, I think we've talked about it enough now. We can move on. Move along. Move along. <laughs> hey, next week we'll have to find <laughs> something new to talk about. Uh, MGC? <laughs> Coming in six months. Coming in March. Coming in March. Midwest Gaming Classic. Alright, on the news, we've got a few news items. Uh, yeah, it's a good time to be special, right, boys? Oh my God! Yeah, not too bad. PlayStation Plus, yeah, PlayStation it is. Plus is paying off, sort of. Eh, kinda. We got a couple new betas, so Plus users have access to some stuff that everybody else does not. First, we got Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, it's Indeed. a multiplayer beta. That's what Glenn was checking out. They added a new map today. Did they? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a great looking game. So it, it's pretty limited so far. They, they've really only got it where you can, um, I guess I should have checked the, uh, the, the notes about it or whatever, the EULA to see if I could even talk about it. But uh, <laughs> they've got a, this thing. I don't, I can't remember what the, the, the name of the mode is, but basically you get a target and you have to hunt that person down, but you can't just run up to them and stab them because if you run up to them while you're in their line of sight, it'll alert them that their attacker is close and, you know, it tells you to run away. Um, so you pretty much, 
you have to use all those stealth tactics, like getting in the middle of a crowd to try to hide yourself. You can um, open up powers or, or perks or whatever, where you can like throw down a smoke bomb and it, it throws off your attacker, or you can wear a disguise and all kinds of stuff. So it's it's kind of like what I would what I would envision like a spy versus spy game to be to a certain extent in the gameplay. But it's pretty neat, dude. Yeah. Did you ever have that spy versus spy game? Of course I like did. Way I back had it on when? the Commodore and the Apple. Yeah, on the yeah. Apple too. That was one of my favorite freaking games. That was I awesome. Did. Didn't they have a <laughs> shitty NES version too? Yeah, the the NES version was shitty. It was terrible. Yeah, it was nowhere near as good. No. Oh, that Apple one was so awesome. Yeah, the Commodore that was one so was cool. Better. Whatever it is, it's all. It's always the one you had that's better. I had the Apple oh, the too, one I dude. Had is better. No, I had both versions. The the Commodore one was better. The Commodore actually. Uh, no, the Nintendo better. one's better. No, <laughs> I own both, dipshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah blah blah. Another another new beta, uh, Dead Space Two, which is already out. Yeah. Some people are getting some messages via PSN to download the beta and check it out. I think it lasts for like it fifteen to twenty days. It's quite a sizable long yeah, time. It goes pretty long. It's it's pretty fun, but it, again, it's really limited. Uh, I think they've only got one or two maps. Uh, the lighting is superb, like the 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 sights and everything on it, and uh, it's it's neat. It, it's pretty different because you're doing team versus team, and the the powers between the different races are very very different. So it's fun. It's going to be a Dead Space weekend over here because both Josh and I have Dead Space on our playlists Ooh. for Extra Life. Yeah. i got to decide if I'm playing that or not, though. I'm going to start it at 8 in the morning. I figured that'd be a good way to wake everybody up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think I want to try to focus on games that I could actually finish, and there's no way I'm going to finish that during Extra Life. Um. Yeah, I don't know how long that game is. I never played it, honestly. I used to watch Mark play it. I've heard it's pretty intense yeah. to play from beginning to end. Probably something where yeah, play a, little, play a little while, pepper something else in, play a little while. Sure. Well, I do want to sit down one day, like one weekend, and just play all the way through it. But, you know, I'll probably do that here. <laughs> we know that's not going to happen. Ooh, oh, it'll happen. shiny. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before. I played through Resistance 2 in, in a weekend, wow. actually. Yeah. Wow. I've done that with several games. Should get a trophy for that. That's just few and far between. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Killzone 3 is coming October 25th. So to us special Plus users, and hey, if you don't have Plus, buy it now. You get an opportunity to play the Killzone 3 beta. And also, can't you also get in the beta by buying that dynamic theme as well? Mm. Or maybe a chance at well, it? Well, you have you a, get a chance, chance at, at getting it. into the beta. And yeah, also, okay. people that were at PAX that commented to the Twitter account that they were handing out on a card, uh, comment you could like tweet a comment that you th- what like what you thought of the game, and that gave you a chance to get in as well. Um, I, some people were asking me if we're going to have codes for it, and honestly, with it being PlayStation Plus, I don't think we'll have vouchers right away, so don't count on it. I don't know for sure, uh, but I haven't heard anything yet. And I've talked to the PR guy already. So if only we, so many games just like ten days away from Extra Life. I and know. Had we had the like Rock Band Three is also just right that around the corner. Great. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, if kill if we had the Kills on Three beta, that's pr- probably what I'd play all twenty four hours. How <laughs> pathetic is that? <laughs> you know, Glenn, you can't keep you any would. of your rank that you get here. I don't care. <laughs> Jetpack, yo. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, the next one, <laughs> the Twitters and internets blew up this morning as we found out very few details, but Gran Turismo 5 has a slight delay, so we're not going to see it on November 2nd, 3rd, 4th, wherever, whichever location you're at, so globally it is delayed. Uh, they're saying that we're going to have a new date by the end of the month, which is only a couple weeks, and they're still saying, quote-unquote, the holiday season. Uh, now, in the U.S., we were told that that doesn't mean that it's still 2010, but in Germany and in Japan, they're saying by 2010. So nobody knows nothing yet. Uh, wow. We don't know why. We don't know what. Nobody said anything. But it's delayed. So a lot of people lost a lot of bets. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, Twitter was just going insane today. All right. So I'm done with that one. Who wants? To, uh, jo- uh, Josh will be taking the next one, apparently. No, I'm taking it. I'm yeah. taking it. Oh. Right. I insist. All right. <laughs> I'm excited. Right, no. X- X-Men Arcade coming to PSN. <clears throat> this is a classic arcade game, six-player. And yeah. they are actually bringing the six-player online and local, I believe, as well. It's local for the PS3, not for the 360, because they can't handle more than four. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, controllers. Yeah. And that is confirmed. It's awesome news. It's uh, like one of those games that we've kind of been waiting on for quite a few years. And finally... Could have played that at Extra Life no with all shit. of us sitting around, but no. So did you hear what they're doing <laughs> with the screen on this? No. Okay. So originally the arcade machine was actually two screens put together. It was this humongous console, or this humong- humongous cabinet. So what they're doing is, if you're going to have four players, or, or actually five or six players, it will actually go to widescreen like it would in the arcade. If you're only going to have four players or less, it'll go down to four three. But apparently, if you set up your game like you're expecting up to six players, it'll stay widescreen for you. Interesting. Very, very cool. So yeah, six players local on the couch and six players online. And it's being done by Backbone, so good luck with the netcode. Because uh, it's always a crapshoot <laughs> with Backbone. They can either do really good or... Uh, but six yeah, on I the wonder couch. if it'll be one of those things where you have to have friends, or if you can kind of just search for people, or how they'll set that up. I'm, I'm sure it'll be very, very basic, which means you're going to have to have friends, probably. But who knows? I mean, maybe they've learned from their past mistakes. Doubt it. Well, six, five friends is a lot. You know, I only have three. So I'm, uh, <laughs> what? I'm kind of in trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> who are those mythical creatures? You, you both, and my wife. So oh, I'm kind what? of in trouble here. Hey, when will we be? When do we become friends? What? Shit, I'm down to two. Fuck. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, if you're yeah. actually on my friends list, I'm kicking you off. I didn't realize you were on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, yeah, awesome. Did they say anything about a release window at all? I didn't read the article yet. No, they just announced it, so. Okay. All right. Yeah, I just remember reading about the screen, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. So... All right. I think everybody's uh, everybody's going to leave it in six-player mode. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Josh, why don't you just uh, why don't you just crack into it? Oh yeah. All right. I'll try to blow through it as quick as I can. So I'll hit in the other highlights. Words, it'll be an hour. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Sony event the night before Comic Con uh, at this pretty cool club or, or bar area in uh, New York. Uh, Gran Turismo Five 3D. You know, with the full chair set up like. At E3. Yeah. Um, I was saying I should have just popped the disc out and run with that. Why you didn't know? you just bring the because, whole chair? We could have that for extra, yeah. like, dick. Yeah, well, 
That's true. Me and a hip hop gamer could have picked it up and walked out. Damn right. <laughs> um, I played some Sly Cooper in 3D, which nice. was pretty sweet. Cool. Motorstorm Apocalypse, of course, they had there. Um, uh, the Dead Space game, the one that's all with the move controllers. Okay. I didn't actually get to play it. I watched a couple people play it. It didn't look like there's a whole lot to it. Uh, you know, you have to shoot a lot of bullets at these things, but basically they just held, they just pointed straight at the screen. They were hardly paying attention. <laughs> and they're just kind of waving at the screen, just in a tight little back and forth. And then the thing would die. And then they'd move to the next one. The thing would die. So it's all on rails, you know, typical shooter, but it looks like it doesn't take a whole lot of skill. I don't know, at least from what I saw. Uh, I did get to see the Ape Escape game nice. that's coming. Yeah. Uh, it was back in a corner, and nobody was playing it. <laughs> but uh, I talked to somebody about it. I, I got to play it for a little bit. It's a collection of little mini games. It's really aimed towards kids sure. and families for the most part. Uh, the apes are running at you, and you have a big giant net, and you have to catch them with the net. Uh, you can switch the net to a slingshot. And you can shoot them. You can shoot at bananas and stuff and things that are all over the place. Uh, it's That's kind of on rails, too. Uh, mm. It's just sort of a first-person uh, kind of a game. It's it's neat, but I, I don't know how much depth it's going to have for somebody that's over, like, 10. Uh, the shoot, I got to mess around with, with the gun controller. Cool. Nice. And now I know you had a problem with it, with like the trigger action. I just don't like how how much you have to pull in for it to register. Well, I'll tell you, there were two of them there. One was incredibly loose, where you really had to pull back. The other one was much tighter. Hmm. So I don't know how sturdy these things are. If you know, you play play with it for a while and it breaks, and it or it just you know, wears out a bit and it becomes where you have to pull it all the way back or, or what? So, I mean, they were the Sony ones. They were the, you know, the ones that make it look like a big Ray gun. Um, (laughs) You can be Buck Rogers. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I did notice that we were talking about it. Some guy was playing it and I said, Oh, let me try it. You know? And he's like, yeah, but the one gun is better than the other gun. I was like, what's that all about? And I played with both of them and I could see it. There's, there's a big difference in the trigger. So, I don't know what was going on there. Huh. Um, I got to play Infamous 2 nice. for a bit. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Did you do the big tornado uh, at the end? Yeah. Uh, well, they had three different sort of levels and areas going on that you could mess with. Oh, okay. But the third one, you actually had to sit and watch the developer play it. You couldn't actually do it. Right, right. <laughs> But he was showing off a bunch of stuff. He was showing off this whole graveyard area, which was pretty cool. I think that's the one and I video how they, of that I couldn't play. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have video of it and I can't post it. Yeah, they had uh, the AI looks pretty cool so far. I mean, there's people going to the graves, you know, to, to mourn the dead and everything, and they're kneeling and they're crying, and you come storming through and start throwing them around. And ah! <laughs> Any, <laughs> any Nazi zombies come out of the graves? Uh, no. That's later on. Unfortunately. In the game. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I saw eat them. Nice. I didn't know what the hell it was when I saw it. Um, That's pretty cool. It's got a funky sort of a. It's got a very different look to it. Yeah. 
you know, and it's reminiscent of uh, Rampage. Yep. But sort of in a 3D environment. And you can see a video uh, of it over at our website at psnation.org. That is true. Yes. Yeah. It's like an old monster, like you're a monster and you get to tear down the city and destroy things. Yep. It's kind of neat. Uh, what else? Dead Nation nice. was there. I ignored that because, you know, I've yeah. played it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I did, actually. I, I was did like, you really? I, I, yeah, I was like, I, I've got other things to play here. Um, it's like you were psychic. You knew. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Well played. Yeah. I figured, you know, I love this game. I know this game, and I, I don't really, I'm not going to see anything new here, so I just skip past it. Sure. Uh, Little Big Planet 2 was there with the move controllers. Unfortunately, it looked like it was just a couple of levels that were done by like somebody in the beta. I think those are the levels that the the community people built when they were at PAX. Cuz they had a whole yeah. community thing going on and they had community people there building levels the whole weekend. Yeah, and they were neat enough levels, but I don't think they really showed off the game all that well. I mean, they felt it felt a lot like regular old Little Big Planet with some move controls thrown in. Sure. You know, there was nothing too special about the levels or anything like that. Sure. And they were all tied together nicely and all it was all prehistoric motif going on and that was kind of cool, but it yeah, it didn't really show it off all that well. Hmm. Um Heroes on the Move, which is now some different name, PlayStation Move Heroes or something. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I played that for a little bit. I was I was excited about that at first, but not so much anymore. It's for kids. Um, it's a family game. It is. It's really for kids. Yeah. And there there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of depth to it. It's it's a lot of just kill everything on the screen in a sort of simplistic way. Either and with move frisbees on. or bowling or, you know, other yeah. mechanics like that. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be a good family multiplayer type game. But yeah. yeah. And Killzone 3 with the move controller. Ah. Oh, hmm. So did it get any yeah. better? Yeah. I actually liked it with the move controller. <clears throat> I had some problems with it at first, mm-hmm. but I started to get the hang of it. And, you know, a couple of us were down there playing it, and we were talking about it. A hip-hop gamer was there at one point, and we were we kept running into each other and hanging out for a couple of the games and stuff. Um, and, uh, uh, oh, who's that other guy that's in the community theater now? Oh, Gamer in Depth? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the... the oh, I, can't I, don't, I don't know the name. guy's name. I have no idea. Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> um, jerk he was there too we, huh I said you're a jerk face for not remembering well yeah I know that's that's me I uh, thought you I'm just all... called the other guy a jerk face but that's not very nice <laughs> it... yeah the guy's name is jerk face yeah no I'm all very self-centered I know that's true no it was uh, Black Bible that's the dude okay Um, that's what he goes by Black Bible uh, yeah <laughs> As opposed to White Bible, I guess, which is already I, taken, I heard. Yeah. yeah. But we were talking about it. You know, we, it, it actually has a good feel to it. And, you know, when you get used to it, when you get sort of a handle on how it works, I could see playing with it. Hmm. Because, you know, the control feels good. 
it actually feels kind of nice with it. So, uh, you know, I might give it a try. I don't know. I think it'd be hard switching back and forth between the two. I think you kind of have to pick one and stick with it because it, it takes a little getting used to, you know, nav controller and the move controller. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And it felt felt comfortable moving with the left and aiming with the right and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it actually did. It it has a very keyboard and mouse feel to it in Mm. a way. If if you can. Well, like I said, I think part of the problem that I was having was number one, uh, when I was playing, the batteries were almost dead in the move controller. Um, But I kept losing the cursor and, you know, I'd suggested, Put a blur effect in like SOCOM 4 uses and MAG uses where you or trails basically so that you can always see where the cursor's at because I mean that was my biggest complaint was that I kept losing it. Uh, well, they may have made it bigger or something here because I didn't have any problem with it at all. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I, I don't really remember how it looked, but I, I remember that I really didn't have any problem picking out where I needed to be on the screen and, and making things happen sure. as I went through. Huh, nice. I was just having troubles you know, sort of orienting myself because I kept trying to do something with the one, you know, with the nav controller that I was supposed to be doing with the move controller or something with the move that I was supposed to be doing with the nav. I was having, you know, it took me a while to get a handle on it because you just, you're not used to holding things out like that and in a first person shooter, especially. Right. So, uh, and of course the, the last one of the night, the one they had right at the door, with two hot chicks, yeah. very clever, those Sony bastards, uh, Sing Star Dance. <laughs> yeah, these two girls were up there. Man, they were nice. Um, <laughs> was they it like were playing it, like- into fat guys, you know, maybe a little older. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing it all night long, and they had. I got up there and I poorly and hardly sang one of the songs because I really didn't want to have anything to do with it, but I was fine just standing there with them. <laughs> did you sing Backstreet um, Boys? No, what did I sing? I sang uh, either a Cole in the Gang or Casey in the Sunshine Band, whichever one of those songs is on there. <laughs> I don't even remember what song it was. You cool sang Take gang. Me Home Tonight by Eddie Money. <laughs> yeah, I could sing that. I would have I'd sung be right that. singing that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um Hip hop gamer got up there and he's like, "Oh, watch this, watch this! Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show her how it's done." Oh, God. <laughs> and the girl ended up beating him because, uh, <laughs> because of course she'd been dancing all night. But it was hilarious watching the two of them. I got video of it. Boy, and, he can't win I at told that. Him, he can't win at Killzone Three, really, dude. Can you win at anything? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I gave him crap when he was playing Killzone Three. I was like, "Well, you know, I don't know if I should even take advice from you because you lost at PAX really bad." <laughs> <laughs> he just well, laughed at me. <laughs> he's got the championship belt. I mean, he's already won, as far as I'm concerned, with that belt. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've got a couple pictures of me with the belt, and I thought it looked better with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was fun. I took video of it, and I said, you know, if this video turns out well, it may end up in uh, in PlayStation Home. And he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he wants. We can't do that. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> no, I don't know. It was pretty funny. <laughs> nice. All right. So the next day, Comic Con. Ah, finally into Comic Con. Uh, first thing I saw, Captain America. It is freaking awesome. The game. The game. Okay. Yeah, I've seen pictures. It looks really good. I cannot wait for this game to come out. Nice. 
it is Arkham Asylum with Captain America in World War II. Oh. And it's freaking awesome. Yeah, but isn't it Sega? I, I, yes, it is. Uh, it, Dude, I played it. Apply a bias filter? <laughs> well... No. Remember, I finished I Iron it. Man 2. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. Because we talked about that. I said, you know, because I watched, I watched it for a little bit. I was talking to one of the guys, and I watched it for a little bit, and then I got hands-on with it. And I said to him, I said, you know, I was worried because we heard about this like a couple days ago, and we're all like, oh, like a movie game, like mm-hmm. uh, Iron Man. And all. he's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> he said, yeah, we know how bad that was. Uh, but this is completely independent of the movie. Oh, okay. I asked him about lead platform. He said they there is no lead platform. They literally swap each day. Huh. One day they work on the PS3, next day 360, so that they can keep them even as they go. Wow. And they're trying to keep parity, so they just go back and forth day by day. It's all set in World War II. It's all set in this massive castle complex, kind of like Arkham Island. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I kept bringing that up, and the one guy kept sort of downplaying it, like, oh, yeah, and the other guy was like, yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I never knew Captain I mean, America I, wore a cape and all in black. I, I really, no. <laughs> I think they don't want to, you know, they don't really want that pushed on them. Sure. But, at the, you know, they want it to stand on its own. But really, if you're going to be compared to something, that's a great game to be compared to. Very true. But it's also um, a very high watermark to try to achieve. Yeah, and from what I played so far, it's not coming out till next June or July. Right. Uh but from what I've played so far, it's awesome. Cool. It's got a contextual fighting system which works really well. Um you use your shield for deflections and things like that. Captain America, like the backstory on him, he's like this incredible gymnast. So you do a lot of movement around in that respect, you know, where you're swinging from pole to pole and you're, you're jumping and, and doing all kinds of acrobatic moves. And even in the fighting that comes in, okay. um, you can use walls for attacks. You know, you can run up the wall and flip over and kick the guy in the back and stuff like that. Wow. It's really, really cool. I was very, very impressed with it. And there, it's still early on. So, they have an upgrade system with it too, which is sort of like a branching upgrade system. He said, but they didn't really go into it so much uh, while we were there. Sure, but you know, I'm not really, I'm not really a Captain America fan, and you know, I went in expecting crappy movie conversion, whatever. But this, it's impressive already. I'm highly anticipating this game. Okay, uh, Thor. Thor was sort of a behind closed doors. We watched a whole presentation with the developers, uh, a video with the developers and concept art and stuff like that. Not a whole lot that I could even talk about. It looks kind of neat. They actually have a similar thing where they don't really have to stick to the movie. Oh. You know, so there's hope for it. They can actually go a lot more in depth and <laughs> they've gone a lot more into the the places that Thor goes, you know, all these worlds that Thor is involved in and all these places in the mythology of the comic book and all that are not going to be in the movie. Okay. Um, that they're going to try to show off. 
uh, but they're supposed to have some big reveal in December uh, that'll be coming up. Hmm. Uh, 007 Bloodstone. Cool. This comes out early November. I didn't really know anything about it when I walked up. It's bizarre creations. That's because Activision wasn't at E3. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Uh, Bizarre creations is working on this. This looks awesome. Hmm. I, you know, I'm not a big James Bond game guy. They've all been, you know, more missed than hit. <laughs> well, um, I mean, Quantum of Solace actually was a decent game, but it was so damn short. It was only about four hours. Decent. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, with this thing, you know, because of everything that's going on with the movie franchise where it's all in flux, they actually got the writers to come in and put together a whole new story. And the big thing was it with it is that they wanted it to be a very cinematic feel to the game. Sure. And uh, from what I played, they've nailed it. You know, it's it feels like you're playing the movie. There are action sequences which just brought a huge smile to my face, and I was laughing some at some points. It really feels like the movie. Uh, Daniel Craig and Judy Dench are in it, voices and faces and everything. Um, They worked with, I believe, uh, Daniel Craig's stunt double to do a lot of the motion capture. Right. And And that dude dropped stones in it. (laughs) 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 Yeah. He's got a very sultry voice. Yeah. Well, hey, the section I played, there was no Joss Stone. There was nothing like that. Um, (laughs) It started on a boat. And then you had a boat chase through the water. That actually worked out really well. More foot and hand-to-hand combat, a lot of stealth movement and everything, and a driving section. And it's Bizarre Creations, and they do a lot of driving games, uh, or they've done driving games in the past, so they know how to do it. And I actually had some trouble with it, because I was expecting more of an arcade feel, but it's got a very realistic physics engine in the driving. Hmm. So I was bouncing all over the place because I was trying to make these turns and, and move like it was an arcade racer and it isn't. But as it came to a conclusion there, I started to get the feel for it and started to understand it. And that was near the end of the demo. And I, I flipped the headphones off and I was talking to the guy and he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, how'd you, what'd you think about it? And I was like, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't get anywhere with the driving. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's actually said to be more realistic. <laughs> Which but is why you take the subway everywhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're hoping maybe we can get them on for an interview. And the game is coming up very soon. But it looks really neat. Uh, looks like it could be a very, good, a very good action game. Action and stealth and everything else. Sure. Uh, I played Red Dead Redemption on Dead Nightmare. Cool. Just briefly. It's cool. I mean, it's Red Dead Redemption with zombies. <laughs> Are they Nazi zombies? Uh, fortunately, no. They're old-timey zombies, which Ooh. is awesome. <laughs> because you go, the, the only part I played, you walk into the cemetery, and you light the casket on fire, and then all the zombies come pouring out of the ground, and of course, they're wearing all their old-timey stuff. <laughs> um, so you gotta kill them with the, and they're, it's, it's cool. It's got a neat feel to it, but 
you know, I asked, is, is it just going to be like sections or is it going to be like new parts? They said, no, like the whole game, basically the whole game world is oh, zombie infested. Ugh. Wow. It's a if big you game world. It's bigger than yeah. uh, Dead Rising. Yeah. That map's humongous. That's what I was told. So, yeah, it it could be cool. Um, I d- briefly saw, I didn't really stop and look at it, uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. And this is the game from 38 Studios uh, oh, with Kurt yeah. Schilling and Todd McFarlane. And actually, I met uh, Todd. Todd and I go way back now because I, I I met him twice and got two signatures on two different things. Just <laughs> damn it! I, sh- I should have sent you my Bob and Doug McKenzie McFarland toys and had you sign those. Yeah, I mean, it was like half accidental. And um, right after I finished up the Sega thing, I walked. I was walking over and there was a line forming, and I was like, "Huh? Well, what's this line for?" And a couple something. people were like. I don't know. I think Tom McFarland signed something. I was like, oh, okay. It's the urinal, man. It's the urinal. So, yeah. <laughs> so I just hall. stood there and, you know, I ended up like sixth in line. Oh so my I God. was in and out pretty quick. He signed a book for me and everything. And But the next day with the 38 Studios, I, I went really to meet Kurt Schilling. <laughs> <laughs> nice. With my Phillies hat on and everything. But they were, <laughs> they were only signing a poster for the mm. game. And people in line were pissed. <laughs> and fortunately, I knew where the booth was, and it was right at the start of the day. So I ran in, and I was like fifth in line for that, too. But everybody behind me was like getting out all their Spider-Man number 300 yep. and all these other books. And every guy had baseballs for Kurt Schilling to sign and all. And nobody got anything signed but the poster, and people were pissed off. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. So well, they're they're hawking that game. I mean, you know, yeah, I don't blame them. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't realize. I asked about it the night, the day before, because I found the booth. I was like, "Where's this booth? I need to, you know, get myself situated for tomorrow." Um, <laughs> and they only had like two PCs up, or two PC screens, and just a bunch of like posters and stuff on the wall. Sure. And it is coming for PS3 and 360. Uh, it looks like sort of a fantasy action type, you know. Yeah. Meh. Like, not my cup of tea, but... No, not mine either. But, yeah, we'll see. We might even be able to get an interview for that, possibly. So, and I said, hey, can we uh, get Kurt? (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't Kurt Schilling supposed to be working on an MMO initially? Or is is he, like, diverged into this now instead? I think they killed the MMO and they're doing this game now. I okay, think so. so this yeah. is not this is not an MMO on the consoles though. This is something no. else. Okay. Yeah. Um I did walk past Dead Space 2. There was a huge line to play it and I was like, eh, I don't need to play it really. I can sit yeah. and you could see everybody playing it." Uh a lot of games, older games and stuff we've already seen. A ton of Wii stuff was there. Yeah. Um there was uh Connect was there. Play that. Uh, doing the that adventure rafting thing, oh. uh, and it's still got the lag. <laughs> I stood and watched it. That, that's just not changing. Um, yeah, but now you can use the real raft. Yeah. Oh, dude, did you see that? It's <laughs> oh, so ridiculous. What the hell? <laughs> well, if you got ten feet in front of your uh, yourself, between yourself uh, and the TV, you certainly have room to throw a raft down. I suppose. Well, don't forget all the lighting you need to. <sighs> Paddles sold separately. Yeah. <laughs> 
And the last like big game I saw, I went over to Square Enix. I actually I missed my appointment for Square Enix, and I'll tell you why in a second. But <laughs> um, I got there late, and I said, you know, I missed the appointment. And what do you have? And they're like, well, everything's already out pretty much. Uh, we have Deus Ex. We you know we're doing a little presentation here in a minute. I was like, okay, you know, I'll check that out. Um, that looks awesome. Really? <laughs> yes, it does. Hmm. I, from what I saw, from what they showed, uh, they did a walkthrough of a whole level, and they were showing some of the the camouflage you can do and how it switches from first to third person, and some of the upgrades and the hand-to-hand combat, and how you could pretty much go through the entire game without ever killing anybody, except for the bosses. Hmm. Um, it looks really good. So it's it one of those you can gorgeous. choose choose your own adventure, shoot or stealth. Doesn't matter yeah. until you get to the boss. Yeah, pretty much. So that's kind of how the first Deus Ex was, where you could pretty much get to the end of the areas in about three or four or five different ways. You could either be really stealthy, you could play it as a shooter, all kinds of things. And it did work that way. And then Deus Ex 2 came out and it was just terrible. Yeah, this looks more like the first one where I mean they even showed, you know, at this level they were they were going through. They're like, Okay, we need to get into this area. Now you can go here and you can hop the fence, you can come through here and you can break this box open, you can pull this box out of the way, you can go over this way, you can climb in over here, you can they were showing all these different oh. ways just to even get around and do stuff. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah. 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 It doesn't look like you're on I mean, you are sort of on a path, you know, where you have to go from A to B, but how you do it and how you get there and how violent you are along the way is completely up to you. Huh. Okay. So yeah, it does look very cool. So, all right. So the reason I missed my appointment <laughs> was, uh, because I went to some of the, I had time in the middle of the day there and I went to some of the, uh, panels mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, the one that I got stuck at was, uh, uh-huh. women of Battlestar Galactica. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Trisha Helfer, who's, you know, Caprica 6, uh, Katie Sackoff, who's oh. Starbuck, Nikki Klein, who's Callie, oh. and Michelle Forbes, who's oh. Admiral Kane. Yeah. Wait, no Grace Park? Aw. No. Yeah, I would have rushed the stage. Uh, security would have <laughs> had to hold me back. All right, so the next panel I went to, actually, this was before the Galactical Women, but uh, it was for a movie called Hannah. Starring Eric Bana and Saoirse Ronan. And Kate Blanchett is in it as well. Um, of course. Yes. And the director is Joe Wright, uh, who's a guy that did Atonement and The Soloist and Pride and Prejudice and you know all those movies. Um, so Eric Bana, he's a CIA agent whose wife gets killed. Um, right after their daughter is born. And he drops off the grid, disappears, and he's living out in the woods somewhere, raising his daughter. But she knows nothing of the outside world. He's just raising her to be a killer, teaching her hand-to-hand combat, guns, everything, uh, to go off Mm. and avenge her mother's death. But the only, like, outside contact she has with the world is an encyclopedia, I believe, Maybe not even an encyclopedia, but also like a, a book of fairy tales. Okay. So to her, the entire world is like princess, princes and princesses and, you know, things like that. So 
he sends her off into the world at some point, or she she gets kidnapped and pulled out into the world. They weren't really clear on how that's all going to happen. And they did show us this one scene where she is in some crazy holding room, and there's a doctor there talking to her, and she's looking at all the cameras on the wall, and she's being all calm and cool, and then eventually she just switches on and just takes out everybody and it's Wait a freaking is awesome the, is this the girl that was in kick ass because i know she's doing another movie that's like comic book based yeah she was in she was not in kick ass she was in uh the lovely bones okay, okay. she was the main girl in that so and right. yeah she looks at the, in the movie she, she was kicking some ass <laughs> all right um so yeah it looks pretty cool looks like a neat uh mm-hmm. neat kind of a story uh i also saw the thing which is the prequel oh the remake to the original yeah, the, yeah. what i didn't and, hear about this yeah yeah dude and the funny thing is uh you know they had all these actors up on stage and they immediately say, all right, you know, they introduce everybody. And they say, all right, now we're going to show you for the first time anywhere. We're going to show off this uh, trailer that we've done. And all the actors like hop off the stage and run into the audience because they haven't seen it either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> and they all wanted to see it because you can't really see it that well from the stage. <laughs> nice. So it looks really good because everybody who's working on it the produce two producers were there the director and like five or six of the actors and everybody that's working on it they're all huge fans of the original right huge huge fans and they didn't want to do it if they couldn't do it right they went back and meticulously went over the original movie because it all takes place in the norwegian camp right which is referenced in the first movie, in which they go to at one point in the first movie. And they went over frame by frame, getting every last little detail in that camp right. Wow. Because they wanted it to be perfect. They wanted it to be seamless, in a way. So it takes place right before. And what you see is where they actually, they unleash this thing from the ice. Sure. And then everything happens. Now, there's a whole other layer going on there, because there are Norwegians who only speak Norwegian, or when all, the, when all the shit goes down, they start speaking Norwegian to each other, and then you've got all the other people who only speak English. Is Pooper so in this? Adds a, huh? Is Pooper in this? Poopin' Flames? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's trying to get on my friends list, so, you know. <laughs> Don't do it. Then the three pieces come together. It's, it's like know. the apocalypse. I know. I'm holding out as long as I can. <laughs> he could um, be like the interpreter for us. We could have him like watch it with us and <laughs> you know. It looks cool. It it's neat that they're they're all so passionate about it and even all the actors are big fans of it. Uh it's like the two biggest well, the one biggest actor you'll know is uh the guy that played Adebisi and Mr. Echo, Adebisi in Oz and Mr. Echo in right. Uh, Lost. Right. Um and the one dude was semi-recognizable. I couldn't figure it out, and I looked him up. He was uh, Uncle Owen from the Star Wars prequels. Oh, okay, yeah. I would know <laughs> that, that was the biggest name. thing I knew him in. Um, All right. 
and a couple other actors that have been in you know a bunch of things, but not like big household names, uh, which sure. is kind of neat. And Norwegians, they got actual Norwegians. Said <laughs> <laughs> it could have been pooping flames. So yeah, that was their big thing. But they, it looks like it could be really, really good because every single person up there was very, very passionate about it. Every crazy, obscure question that was thrown at them, they were right on top of it. Wow. So they seem to know their shit, and they seem to really be into it. And the last one I saw was the V panel. Oh, I would have loved to have been that. Like yeah. The, the original no, V or no. some new spinoff Is that the junk? show or it's the new one? The new show. Okay. Um, so, you know, I have mixed feelings on the new show because it's it's so uneven, and it's so ridiculous at times. Well, you and heard some, what happened, didn't you? So it's just like the original then, basically. What? Like basically all the all the writers got fired after a few weeks because Well, yeah. 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 But But that I, but even like it didn't recover from that. And fortunately, one of the first people to ask a question said, "Um are we going to have like more people join up this year because four people fighting a resistance against these guys just isn't realistic <laughs> and it doesn't seem to work." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, yeah, we're we're looking at that. Something will change there." But um, was Jace Hall up on on the stage? No, there was just a producer and three women. Right, uh, Jace Hall's the producer. <laughs> uh, I don't guy? know if that. I don't think was it was he? Jace Hall. I okay. don't know who it was, but I don't think it was Jace Hall. Okay. Um, because I would have remembered that name. Okay. Uh, it was Morena Bakarin. Oh. Uh, and dude, I didn't think it was possible. But she looks even better in person. Oh. She is stunning. Mm. <laughs> oh, my nice. God. That is so rare, too. I'm going to silence here real quick. <laughs> oh, seriously. Okay. They oftentimes never look better in person. <sighs> she True. looked so much better in person. I was just, oh, oh. I was yeah. transfixed. That's what yeah. kept me there. Um, we got to see like a good 10, 15 minutes from the upcoming season. Oh, cool. And... It looks neat, but at the same time, I'm still worried about it. I mean, there's it has bad effects at times, like the well, old. Well, you know, their the virtual sets did. never really. I don't think their virtual set stuff looks that good. I mean, it's, yeah. it's so obvious that it's virtual sets. But I mean, you know, yeah. back in the originals, uh, the effects were never that great either. But well, yeah, but I expect a little bit more now. Sure, um, sure. So it was her, Laura Vandervoort. Oh, the, the daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's pretty she's pretty good looking in person too. Uh, and Jane Badler, the original oh! Diana. Ooh. Because she's gonna be in it this season. Yeah, I had heard that, that they're gonna try to work uh there was word that they were gonna try to work Faye Grant and Mark Singer in as well. Yeah, people were asking about that and the guy was like, uh, I don't know, nothing. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I, I somebody interviewed Faye Grant not too long ago and she mentioned it. But Jane Badler plays Morena Bakarin's mother. Oh, so she's pretty much... Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Very cool. So she plays Diana. Uh, so it's really, really cool. And she. everybody thought she was dead, but uh, Morena Bakarin's character has kept her locked oh, so away somewhere wait, on so the ship. So they're actually saying that Morena's character is the daughter of... Diana? I didn't realize that. 
The, well, that's what they're saying in this. Oh, okay. But, you know, it may or may not be the Diana that we know because that never took place, really, you know? Right, right. So, but yeah, but she's the daughter of of this Diana. So okay. it's, yeah, it's kind of neat from that standpoint. It was, it was fun actually seeing her there and she looks good, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it is, you know, her hair is not all teased up and eighties like anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shucks. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she looks like she's going to have a pretty good part in it. And, you know, the, uh, see, that's the thing. I only keep watching that show because, the styles have changed. They used to do it up real tall, and now they just part it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only keep watching it because Inara is on it, even though her hair is like way too short on the show. Sure. And uh, Juliet from Lost, who, man, I got a thing for her. What, is this show sponsored by Cost Cutters or something? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch it, you know, the next season, just because I keep watching it, but I'm yeah. not too thrilled with that whole thing. Like, as the questions started coming, I, I just kind of got up and left because I didn't really care about a lot of the questions at that point. Um, I couldn't get into the robot chicken. The line was way Aww. too freaking long by the time I got to it. Yeah. I couldn't get into the Tron thing. Oh, crap. I totally forgot to talk about Tron. Well, hurry yeah, up. There, You're there's the actually uh, there's a preview in local theaters. It's already sold out, so... Well, okay. no, it's not a preview. They're redoing the original Tron in 3D that's coming out in oct- end of October. Oh, no, no, dude. but local theaters are... I just saw this. A buddy of mine sent me an email. There's like a 10-minute preview oh, in select yeah, yeah, theaters. Yeah. yeah, but I went... There's one here in Milwaukee, and I went to buy tickets. It's sold out immediately. Uh, so I'm anxious, wow. to hear what, I'm anxious to hear what Josh saw. Okay, so very quick. No, well, this was the game is what I saw. Oh. oh. I, I didn't get to see anything on the, on the movie. Um, but they, they had a panel afterwards somewhere where they sat down and they went in depth about going from the original to the new one and all of that stuff and i really wanted to see that but the line was insane for that too and it was late on saturday night and i was like i just want to get home (laughs) sure um so this one it actually uh bridges the gap between the original film and the new one Mm -hmm. uh it'll be on the psp as well I'll just mm-hmm. give you some of the highlights. Um, a, a virus breaks out, basically, uh, and you're you're sort of fighting the virus all the way through. Um, it will have multiplayer. The multiplayer looks like it could be really cool because you, you can jump. You're playing right- as Clue, right? No, or you're playing as something like. I thought you were kind of an you're option of Flynn still. No, Alan. Alan wrote some new um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. character, yeah. some new program, and that's yeah. who you're playing as. That's what it was. There are little points in the world where you can go in and you can do upgrades and things like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the upgrades, you go from version 1.0 to version 1.2 to version 2.0, to <laughs> and you have megabytes, basically, nice of space. To, to actually do your upgrades. That's how they do it. So they, they got like really deep into the whole thing because they're all big fans of the, of the original. They, they Right from that spot, actually, any one of those spots in the game, you can jump right into multiplayer. Oh, cool. So you're playing your single-player game. You can just go right into that and jump right into multiplayer while you're playing. 
in the multiplayer you can get on they have the light bikes they have the tanks and i think another vehicle but there's also on foot and with the light bikes you can be cruising on your light bike you can sort of derez out of the light bike jump over you know if you're headed straight for a wall mm-hmm. come out of the light bike jump over the wall and go right back into the light bike on the other side. Yeah, I saw that at PAX. So yeah, they were showing off some like that you could do some really badass stuff with it. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. They actually worked with the writers of the movie. So when they sat down and, and built this whole thing, they said, all right, this is what we want to do. And it was like a collaboration. Right. So the game and the movie are all, you know, it's a bridge between the two, but they, they worked and worked to really tightly integrate the whole story between all, you know, the two movies and everything. Right. Uh, PS3 is the lead platform for this. Uh, it will have move support and 3D. Right. And they said the 3D works great in it just because of the way the world is laid out. It's very angular and it's very, you know, clean lines and everything like that. And it gives it a lot of depth. And yeah, especially that one when I'm you're actually pretty excited for, for 3D. Yeah. When you're when you're in combat and everything, it makes it really easy to pick out your targets. So, yeah, it looks really really cool. I'm impressed with you know the depth of how how much they got into it. You know, it's all the little nuances and everything. You know, the little bit you're following the bit around because right. they they found out when they first put people into it people would just wander around cuz like me they'd be like oh wow it's this world this is awesome <laughs> and they're like no we need you to go this way so they have the bit there that you have to sort of follow around and and you know make your way through the game so sure it does look it looks cool so yeah i thought it was a cool game I'm, I'm very excited to play it yeah so, yeah, that was it. Besides a ton of sweaty nerds and some crazy costumes, uh, <laughs> I, I took some pictures of them, and maybe I'll get those up on the site. I should probably go back and get those Mafia 2 things up on the site as well. well speaking of sweaty, sweaty nerds, you're all set for extra yeah. life then, hey? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we get that move going, man. We'll get some sweaty nerds down here for oh, sure. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was I mean overall it was pretty cool actually. I think it's much like E3, you know, I've I've gone through it once now. Now I have a better idea of how to do it right next time. You know? If there is a next time. Oh, there will be next year New York Comic Con. I'll go again and I'll <laughs> I'll handle it better. <laughs> uh I just felt so so much like I was running around and not really settled on where things were and you sure. know, when I had to be here and all that stuff. But was sure. it pretty big? The layout of the the set, the yeah. Comic Con. Oh my gosh! It's it's the Javits Center in Manhattan, which is like the gigantic convention center. So think of every convention center you've ever been to, and think about the New York City convention center, which would be probably five times, ten times bigger. <laughs> wow! Because it's New York City. Yeah, it was gigantic. There was a whole section for PC games. Uh, there were sections, before I knew about the Women in Battlestar Galactica thing, I saw all these things. Oh, come meet them for signings and everything. <laughs> $20 for a picture to sign mm. and $40 to yeah. do this. And I was like, oh, dude, fuck. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was gigantic though. I mean, it was multi levels, three levels, and spread out across the entire building end to end. It was huge. That's crazy. Was it still crowded so, too? Was there a ton of oh people there? It was jam packed. Jam packed. And that was the other trick. Like Friday morning, for the first two hours, it was press only. And of course, I was late getting there, so I was there for like the last <laughs> half hour of it, and I spent the whole time with Sega. <laughs> oh boy! So that's really the time to get there because after that, it just becomes a mess. And Friday's yeah. the best day to go because people really only go Saturday and Sunday. Oh yeah. Um, kind of like packs. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, it was neat though. It was fun overall. So. Since you covered most of the other stuff you played, did you play anything else besides the stuff at Comic-Con? Blah. Uh, yeah, just a couple things. Um, a little God of War game on the PSP. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you can't talk about it yet. Yeah, I'm not talking about it. Um, <laughs> a Sonic Adventure 2 showed up today <laughs> from Guzex. Oh, uh, no, yeah, good. Never- An even worse version of Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> I had never ever played that. Um, it's so worse I just than played the first a little one. Bit. Yeah, I played it a little bit just to see that it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, SingStar, did you see SingStar had an update? Mm-mm. No, dude, they're up to like version five point oh, and it added all kinds of crazy stuff. I can't Holy remember shit. what it is now because it was like a week ago huh. that I saw it. But, yeah, that is some cool stuff. Uh, I played some Ruse with the Move controllers. Oh, yeah. yeah. I need to play more of that to do a review, but I like it. I like it a lot with the Move controllers. That's exactly what a real-time strategy game needs on a console. Hey, bring that. Throw that in your knapsack for extra life. I want to check that out. Yeah, I will. And uh, FIFA 11. A lot of FIFA 11. (laughs) I would hope so. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, Joel? Yep. Well, extra life, full effect. So we spent a lot of time this last weekend getting all prepped and ready to go. Got the, mic- got the mics <laughs> set up. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of time. I know we planned on playing a lot of games, but we didn't really get to a whole lot. We we played one game, which ended up taking a lot longer than we expected, which was upgrading my hard drive. <laughs> Oops. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. That's we had a, we had a lot of stuff going on. I you know you know as we were doing everything else, kind of had in the background the upgrade going on, and I have a 120 slim. We upgraded it to a 500 gig. So first we did the backup, and then I think what we had to download the firmware after we had the backup done. Yeah, because the slim doesn't keep the firmware on on the chip, and I went to copy the firmware onto the USB drive, and I freaking overwrote the <laughs> the folder that had the backup. <laughs> <laughs> so we hit a rebound. So we did the backup I twice. I, yeah. I thought I hit no, and I asked, and as soon as I clicked, I'm like, oh, no. We were going to play sports uh, champions and all sorts of stuff together, but instead we watched my PS3 in just various stages of processing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kept myself busy. You sure did. I watched, I watched you a lot. I uh, fired up the 360 for a while since my PS3 was incapacitated, and I played and Raiden you- Fighter Aces. The first time I actually had a chance to play that, and Glenn says I suck at it, but I really enjoyed it. It was a good time. (laughs) (laughs) That's all that matters. Yeah, it's a little crazy. I played the first game on there, and uh, there's literally bullets flying from every direction, and a lot of times the turrets show up on the side, and before you even see them, they're shooting you. So 
a little cheap, yeah. I thought. Just took some, it takes some getting used to. It's not a shmup style that I've played before, even though it's Raiden, it doesn't feel like it. It's a little different. Right. Then I played some Joe Danger, went back to some score chasing, and uh, it's been a while, and it shows because everybody has surpassed me, or at least a few people have. So I'm surely <laughs> going to pull that out at Extra Life and regain my, well, hopefully try and regain some of my high scores. I played nice. a little a little Medal of Honor. I started the single player, played through about another or an hour or two, and then I handed it off to Glenn, and he's, he did the review on it. So Indeed. I, I pick, picked up a copy and be playing more of that this weekend. And uh, last but not least, for review next week, I hope, I should get a lot of time at, with it at Extra Life, NBA 2K11 came in, and I'm doing, doing nice. a review on that. So there is a shit ton of game modes in there, and now that you add the the Jordan challenges and all the Jordan stuff, good God, <laughs> there is a lot yeah. to cover in that game. So I'm trying to play through each section and get exposed to every little piece of it. I love the presentation. You know, Right when you fire up that game, it takes you immediately to... The 1991 playoffs, game one, Lakers at Bulls. And it has those full rosters. So you get, like, you know, Byron Scott, Magic Johnson, James Worthy, Scotty Pippen, Paxson, Horace Grant, and all of those players. So yep. very, very cool. Actually, uh, played through that Larry once. Bird? No, not, not yet. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I want some Dr. J versus Larry Bird one on one. You know, it's funny you mentioned yeah. that because it did remind me of, and it, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Larry Bird versus Dr. J, which is a classic PC game from way back in the day. But this reminded me of another yeah, classic yeah. basketball game. It reminded me of Lakers versus Celtics. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, because it fires right up, and you're actually playing as like the old rosters you played in those games. And I think they even had a Bulls versus Lakers version a couple to- a couple of iterations yeah. after Lakers Celtics. Yep. So it's yeah, those were big on the Genesis. Yep, reminded me of that, and that's a good thing. So more on that next week in my review. But so far, so good. Cool game, and I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Nice. Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, well, I didn't do a lot because I played a lot of Medal of Honor. Uh, so I'll be talking about that in, in the review, of course. Uh, but I did play some Medal of Honor Frontlines in HD, quote-unquote HD, uh, that comes on the Blu-ray disc. And I'm, I think I'm about halfway through, and I would have finished it, but the save file's locked. I don't know why, but because uh, it's not for Medal of Honor, but for Frontlines it is. Uh, it's pretty neat. I mean, it's it's free, so you're, you're paying the same amount of money for the game, you know, and it's free on the disc. It was funny. I was kind of complaining about it originally. Uh, the Omaha Beach thing was just kind of sloppy. And then I went back and started playing it again, and I just zoned in on it. I probably played it for a good two hours, wouldn't you think, Joel? Yeah, you were playing that for quite a while. I just kept playing it and playing it and playing it, so it's pretty neat. You know, they redid it in 5.1 sound. Uh, it's up graphics. They didn't add any polygons or anything like that, and it's kind of in widescreen. You're kind of stretching it a little bit. Well, and, like you uh, said, you though. sights for all the guns. It looks better than Call of Duty upgrade. I think it does. I think the texture work, especially on the characters, looks better than the uh, Call of Duty Classic. But I have to, I have to go back and play that, too. But I I'm, I would say it probably looks better. Um, so I played a lot of that. Uh, also played... Uh, well, I was going to play the... Uh, I was going to play the demo for... Uh, or Actually, I was going to play Dead Space Ex- Ex- Extraction, I think it's called. The, uh, the, the move sh- yeah. Uh, shooter. Yeah, I, my camera is down at Joel's, so... I didn't get to play any move stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, yeah. Um, also, let's see. What did I play? See, I had it all written down, and I had to reboot, and I lost everything. Uh, played, of course, uh, we, we got retail code for Dead Nation, and uh, I thought it was not under embargo, and I got a note this afternoon that uh, they changed their minds, and now it's under embargo past the first five chapters, so we can talk about the first five. So we're going to try to show some of that gameplay uh, during Extra Life on the stream, but uh, I'll tell you, I threw it in for a little while last night after I was playing some Medal of Honor. I could have easily played that all night. It is so addictive. It is. Very uh, much so. And it kept all of the stats from uh, from the beta. Really? So you guys, you know, have yeah, you guys have these huge numbers on the on the leaderboard still. Hmm. So I have to get, try to catch Ooh. up to your asses. Yeah, but it kept all nice. the stats so far. And it, it's cool because it's got that whole metagame par- portion of it, where um, like if I'm playing, I'm in the United States, and when I get on and log into the game, it knows that I'm in the United States. So all the zombies I kill go toward that running total of zombies killed in a certain area or certain region. So right now the U.S. is, I think, 43% uh, obliterated of, of zombies. Like 43% of the zombies are killed. And it shows you all these different countries. So, so you're not only fighting for trophies or whatever else, but you're also fighting for your country and, and the whole metagame built into it. Uh, and the cool thing is this build, uh, which I think is pretty close to final, has the online co-op in it. So I definitely want to try that. Awesome, uh, and it's got you know the local co-op as well. So yeah, we'll be playing uh, yeah, that for sure. The, man, that game. This is the first time I've been able to hear the game because whenever I've, I've ever played it before, you know, I was always at a show or something. Holy crap! And surround sound. This game is awesome. Uh, and the and the lighting effects, especially with the sh- with the shadowing that the f- the flashlight does. Wow, I've never seen anything like it. So. Kind of renewing my my uh, my love, for, or not even my love, but just me tolerating a zombie game. And the great thing is, I don't even look at this as a zombie game so much. It's more of just getting in there and blowing shit up, and and strategically figuring out the best way to do it. Um, you know, by taking out the cars or whatever else. And I love the little uh, 360 cut that they take it in the opening scenes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw that when you played the beta or not. I uh, don't um, remember. Oh, when when you're loading up the first level, it's showing you a bunch of hints. And one of the hints refers to uh, when you're, like, let's say you're going to blow up a car, and you shoot it a couple times, and that sets it ready to explode. Or anything that's going to explode actually shows a ring, uh, like, an, a, you know, a blast area, and the ring mm-hmm. is red. So they say, you know, watch out for the red rings. No, it doesn't break stuff. It just means that you can blow up. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. And I'm like, oh, I get it. I see what you did there. So uh, no, it's it's really it's really cool. I'm I'm loving it so far. Uh, that's pretty much it. It's just been Medal of Honor nonstop, like online Medal of Honor. Some Battlefield by Company too, a little bit on the stream as well. I, I did some of that, and um, uh, I think that might be just about it. So I, I'm I know there's something else, but I can't think of what the hell it was. <laughs> you play a little bit of that Assassin's Creed. Beta. Oh yeah, the, well the Assassin's Creed beta uh, and some more of the Dead Space beta as well, but uh, not a lot of it. I mean, the Assassin's Creed beta I've played a couple of times now, and uh, I, I still don't know if that's my type of game, though. I'm having a good time with it, and I'm doing really well with it, but I just don't know personally if that's my type of game. I'm really kind of battling on that one. And Front Mission Evolve showed up today, so I'll be playing that at Extra Life, and then I'll send that off to Justin for his review. Because I have to get the Percival trophy, of course. <laughs> so, 
Oh, and you know we got to play at Joel's for for sure because I haven't even I haven't even cracked it yet. Is that John Daly Golf? Oh yeah. I was kind of pissed at myself. Yeah, I was pissed at myself because definitely I took the camera down there and I don't have the game here. So uh, we definitely got to play that. So I'll have to get some time in with that one. All right, well, let's take our break. And uh, when we come back, I'll do my review of Medal of Honor, and Josh will talk some FIFA. We'll be back. We are back, and it's time to kick into the reviews. Uh, I'm going to go pretty light on this one since I wrote a humongous review up on the site, uh, essentially because this is two separate games, uh, talking about Medal of Honor from EA. Uh, of course, we had the interview last week with Mr. Matthew Pruitt and uh, talked us through a lot of the things, but had a lot of time with the game. I have finished the single player. I've been playing the multiplayer quite a bit, I mean, as much as I could, uh, although it sucked because I was playing at Joel's over the weekend, and they reset all the stats on Monday morning. Fuckers. <laughs> so I just start <laughs> over again. Um, so I'll, I'll start off. I mean, essentially, they are two different games. You know, the single player was made by Danger Close, which was EA LA, and it's done in the Unreal 3 engine. And then you've got the multiplayer done by DICE, of course, behind the Battlefield series, and that's done in the Frostbite engine. So uh, the single player, it's, uh, you know, you're, you're, I, I don't want to say your standard fare for, for military FPS, uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of familiar though. It, it feels very familiar. What you don't see in the, in the single player though is you don't see this Hollywoodish story. You don't have a bad guy that you're going against. You know, you don't have any type of end game except for you know to get through this this conflict and hopefully get home. And it's that kind of thing. You mean uh, and, and they you don't very, see you don't see a nuclear explosion over Washington D.C. and then the space station blows up. <laughs> No, you don't see because anything like that's, that. Because so, uh, that's usually how that works, right? A nuclear explosion right. down on Earth would explode the space station. That's uh, my assumption anyway. And James anyway. Bond would save the day, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. So, so really, what, what, uh, kind of how I described it in my written review is it's, it's more of you're staying away from the Jerry Bruckheimer type of category and you're really sticking more with something like a Black Hawk Down, where they're trying to—I mean, even still, it's Hollywood and everything else of Black Hawk Down, but they tried to stick more to to the soldiers' stories themselves, and and it's it's not about this humongous, you know, story going on in the background with a a, a Chechen that has gone rogue or something like that. So <laughs> it's 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 all about these tier one guys, you know, and, and you hear a lot about these guys. I mean, all the videos all over the place you've heard. You've heard it at nauseum, basically, uh, but you essentially you're you're mostly on AFO, uh, Neptune, and Wolfpack, which are our four man squads of these tier one operators, and you know you're going from point A to point B, but basically 
they they throw you in the middle of an operation that's already going on basically and and you know you're going through these steps of trying to get to a certain point and it all takes place in a real area it's a 14 square mile area which of course i've forgotten the name of it but it's this area in afghanistan that uh they said that they chose because it's very different so there's actually like a lot of forests but there's also uh sandy areas like desert and mountainous areas and there's snow on the ground up on the top of the mountains that kind of thing and it's it's really neat how they did it because there's a progression through the game but you you do start feeling i don't want to say an emotional attachment to your to your teammates but you do actually give a crap about them getting hurt or whatever else so <clears throat> kind of go into it that way and it's it's a really neat game and and actually i i would say that i enjoyed the single player more than i did in either uh world at war or modern warfare 1 or 2 and Battlefield Bad Company 2. I, I think it's a better single-player experience overall. Although Omnilaw apparently would disagree with me. But he he didn't even argue with me today. He's like, ah, oh, that's what you feel. I really like the single-player. I, I, I think it's it's very solid, and I, I had a really good time with it. Uh, and the cool thing is they, they kind of break up the monotony here and there. You're not just always walking around shooting stuff. So there's times that you get pulled away to do certain things like ride ATVs to a couple of spots, and you kind of infiltrate these towns at night. Or not towns, but villages at night, and and you're trying to take these guys out as quietly as possible, and, and sneak in and and put IR uh, infrared uh, beacons on these trucks without them seeing you, so that you can track them. Uh, there's, you know, we've we've seen the video of one of these missions where you become an Apache gunner, which is insane. It, it is one of the coolest things I've ever played. Uh, I mean, you're not flying, of course, uh, which apparently in Black Ops you do fly the chopper mission, but. Uh, you're not flying, but it, it's very, very intense. Uh, so there's stuff like that that's peppered into the game, and it, it makes it a lot more fun, in my opinion. You're against a lot of odds in a lot of these missions. Uh, you know, you're four guys, and essentially you break up usually, and it's just you and your partner. There's one in, one scene in particular that Andrew Yoon and I were kind of talking back and forth about our reviews ahead of time, and we both talked about the same exact mission when we talked about being overpowered and just overrun. It gets very tense, and and I, I think they do a great job of building up that tension and really making you almost grit your teeth. And and they do that through a, a really nice orchestral soundtrack. And it's nothing outstanding. You're not going to remember that in the back of your head, but it's it's well done and it fits the game. Uh, the audio though is is quite well done in this game. Uh, I don't know if it's the Unreal Engine doing it or what, but you even get it in the multiplayer. But uh, like a Doppler effect and and just the different echoey sounds. And probably the best gun sounds I've ever heard. The actual sound effects of the guns themselves. Uh, very, very accurate. Very, I mean, it just clicks in your head. Uh, now, I'm not saying that there aren't problems with this game. There are problems with the game. Uh, first off, and playing front lines actually made me kind of think of this, because Medal of Honor series has kind of always traditionally used the uh, the tripwire system. So it's not unlimited closets of enemies like you would get in call of duty uh cod4 but it still uses kind of the tripwire effect unfortunately you'll miss that tripwire every now and then because of course you can't see it it's just this virtual thing but you're walking around the level going okay what the what are we doing next what the hell's going on here and it never happens until you finally find where you're supposed to be walking to set off the next series of events Uh, so that was really frustrating and uh, yeah it happened like three or four times yeah, I, 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 it was disappointing because I think that's kind of something that a lot of developers have gotten past. 
and the, the levels aren't so you know they're not a hallway a lot of times they let you kind of move around a little bit now i'm not saying it's a big open world or anything like a just cause but they let you move around a little bit and there were a couple of instances where my partner was sitting over in a corner on the right side but i was supposed to go to this hangar straight ahead but the door was kind of obscured i i actually restarted the level because i thought i broke it hmm. um, see that's bad for me I'm never going to – it's going to happen to me dozens of times because I wander. It's not as much as you think. (laughs) No, but it's not as much as you think. And and wandering actually only got me in trouble twice. And once I figured it out, I knew what I had to do. Hmm. The other problem I had with it was there were a few instances where my AI partner would just stand there while he's getting shot by about three clips of ammunition. (laughs) So, number one, your partner, at least a normal, he couldn't die, but he would just stand there until I took the guy out. Now, that's not saying the partners or your teammates won't take other enemies out. They do. But in that instance, he just stood there on the staircase while he was just getting shot over and over and over. So some AI problems, some tripwire problems, which that was my biggest complaint. Um, It's Unreal Engine, and this does happen on the 360 version because I talked to Ewan about it, and that's what he played it on. But uh, it's got the Unreal Engine, you know, texture pop in when you start a scene. Not a big deal. I mean, it's an annoyance. It happens for like two seconds, but it happens. Um, you know, I've seen some reviews out there talking about texture problems and everything. I honestly didn't see that. I don't know if I wasn't paying attention or what it, what it was, but I didn't see any problems with that. And the one thing that really stood out for me graphically was the lighting system in this game. Uh, you'll actually get reflections off the sand of this really intense sun. And it will obscure your vision completely, depending on where you're aimed at. Uh, the, you're going up a mountain, and the sun is just coming up over the crest of the mountain, and it will blind you while you're going up that path, unless you look right or left. Uh, very dynamic lighting that I've never seen in, in any other first-person shooter, honestly. Uh, you've, I've seen really cool lighting, but not like this, where it just seemed almost realistic to a certain extent. So that was something that really blew me away. I mean, at first I thought my, I had my brightness up too much in one of these desert levels. And then I figured it out that I can't see these guys up on the ridge because the sun's directly above them and it's bouncing off the sand as well. So it was, it was really neat, and it's something that needs to be seen. So the single player, roughly in normal mode, took me a little over six hours. I think in hard, it'll definitely take seven plus. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a pretty... It, 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 it's, it's got a great flow to it. It never got so bad that I was like, all right, screw this, I'm, I'm quitting, except for this one level that... It took me a few times to get through it, but I, I think the pacing is really good. I think the story is well done. The voice acting is, is excellent. Uh, it's not perfect, but I really enjoyed the single player. Uh, and, you know, it's one of those things where is is six hours enough to go buy a game for 60 bucks? I think kind of, and, and they do a good job of giving some replayability to the single player because they have this thing called Tier 1 mode where you can go back and play any level in the game, you know, whichever one you want to play. And it's got a bunch of different uh, score chases. So you've got where, you know, you try to get the most knife kills or you try to get through the level the fastest as a speed run, all those kind of things. And that's online leaderboards as well. So they've done a really good job of making that game a lot more replayable after you get through the story. Also, at least the PS3 version coming with Frontlines, I think is a cool package. It's not a broken game by any means. It does show you how much... First-person shooters have come in the last few years, uh, design-wise, but I think that, that that part of the package as well is pretty cool. Uh, and I know some people were tweeting saying, you know, is this worth it just for single-player? 
I'm still on the fence. I, you know, only six hours. I mean, it's definitely better than getting Quantum of Solace, but <clears throat> if you don't have online at all, even the leaderboard stuff's really not going to be that much fun to you. So I, I, I'm really, it's kind of more your decision. Do you want to spend 60 bucks on a game that in normal will take you about six, roughly six hours plus? I don't know. I, I, I really did enjoy it, though. I, I seriously think, well, also, this is the best-looking Unreal Engine-based game on the PS3, bar none. Bar none. Yeah, it, it does. Look, it does look incredible. Yeah, I, I just, I was shocked when I found out it was Unreal Engine. Now, of course, it's Unreal Engine three, but uh, yeah, wow. So, onto the multiplayer, which actually was my biggest like, yay! I really want to see this because when I found out Dice was making it, I'm a huge Dice fan. I love what they do, and I was very excited about it. I was in the beta. I played the beta like crazy. I, I kind of like what they're doing with the multiplayer, where it's not as arcadey as a modern warfare where you actually have scores popping up over guys names or heads and shit like that. Uh, you know, it, it's still kind of stop and pop type of gameplay. And after the last few days of playing multiplayer, you know, we found out there, there are definitely some good, a lot of sniper spots in some of these multiplayer maps, at least in the deathmatch or, or the team deathmatch. Uh, there's four modes available, uh, which is basically a team deathmatch, a conquest, uh, a mission mode, kind of like rush, which is really good, but there's only like, three maps for it or something like that and um what's the other one oh it's like a sabotage map or a sabotage mode and then there's also a hardcore playlist as well and uh it's not bad for modes i mean four different modes it's pretty nice but my biggest concern with the multiplayer is the amount of maps you essentially only have five maps there's three for one of the other modes but uh there's essentially a five maps for most of the modes and I think this is the whole EA thing with DLC. You know, obviously the, the DLC is probably sitting on the disc, and obviously they're going to unlock it very soon, and it's going to unlock a couple more maps, things like that. My concern, and I didn't really put this part in the, in the written review because I really wasn't thinking about it until last night, but with Black Ops hitting in a month, I'm not sure if the multiplayer is going to have a, enough legs to stand on its own. I, I Personally, I really like the multiplayer. I do think I'm going to get bored of five maps pretty quickly, but I do think I'll still play it. Uh, I'm really having a good time with it. But there are some deficiencies in it. Um, you know, First off, the Frostbite engine's used, which is great. There's, there isn't all this destructibility like in Bad Company 2, which is fine. I'm totally fine with that. Actually, I think it works better for this game. But the cool thing about them using the Frostbite engine is the Frostbite engine also has an incredibly advanced audio system. It actually uses, it's like physics-based, depending on what's, what objects are around you and everything. It's it, all this really crazy shit. And the echo effect that you get in the single player is actually even better in the multiplayer, I think. Where you get this, it's like you're in these big valleys and you just keep hearing this echo go off. It's, it's really solid, but, and I don't have a map that I don't like. But uh, I just, I'm afraid that there's not enough content there right away. And it pains me to see that we're probably going to see all this DLC... And now, what you know, the sixty dollar price point is what all the games are at nowadays. And now we're not even getting in the full game at sixty bucks. You know, they're they're building it for DLC out of the box. And I, I do think that they didn't give us enough out of the box. I guess that's where I'm getting to. So I'm really torn because I really do like the multiplayer. I just don't know if there's enough there. That's the big problem. So I don't know. 
Because we were on last night playing, and one of the guys is like, I fucking hate this. Fucking hate this. I'm like, well, what did you expect? Call of Duty? He goes, yeah. You know, it, it's not a Call of Duty. And <laughs> then go play Call just, of Duty, more. It blew my mind. Yeah, it just blew my mind. And I'm like, why would you... Uh, it, and, and then I go to work, and, and the two guys that I know at work that have the game really like it as well. They're, you know, they really enjoy the multiplayer. We were kind of complaining that there's so many snipers in the team deathmatch. You know, you got to learn the maps. And once you learn the maps, I was taking those guys out right and left with melee kills, which was great because you use an axe or like a hatchet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's very streamlined, though. Like your your progression, you know, you're used to Bad Company 2 where you have five or six different classes and you have all these other weapons to open up and all these other perks to open up. Very streamlined in this one where you have three classes, you have assault, you have... Uh, uh, um, whatchamacallit, <laughs> spec ops, and you have sniper, and that's it for your classes. Uh, you have a little bit of crossover between them all, you know, the spec ops, you can get a shotgun or whatever else, and uh, assault, you get a PKM, which is a heavy machine, or LMG. But it's very straightforward. It's very, you know, point A to point B to point C for your progression, and you progress separately between the classes, kind of like in Bad Company 2. So when you're playing as an assault, you're only gaining experience for the assault. You're not gaining just one pool of XP, uh, which I don't mind. You know, it, it kind of makes those completionists actually play all three classes. Because personally, I don't think I'd play much sniper, even though I'm sniping pretty well in this game. But the matches get really hectic. You know, it, it's twelve on twelve usually. It gets really hectic. I think the maps look great. The size, it's bigger than Modern Warfare, but it's smaller than Bad Company too. So it's it's likened more to the map sizes of Killzone 2, maybe a little bit smaller overall. But uh, I think the maps are stupendous in it. I, the ones that they have in there right now are, are so well done. Voice chat. Voice chat works. You can actually choose to just talk to your friends, which is really nice. But they don't have a way for you to see, number one, who's talking if you're just listening to the whole team. And they don't. we couldn't find a way for you to mute anybody, which last night was an insane annoyance. Because this guy had all these people behind him talking, and it was just crazy. So we didn't have any way to do that. Also, a huge problem in this game that I hope they can patch or fix is it's got a party system, and you can you know get up to four people in your party. And the menuing system, you don't even get in the game. You, you build the party out in the menu. There's no voice chat until you get into the game. So you're sitting in the lobby in your uh, party, but you can't talk to each other. That's a big problem. Hey, what map do you want to play? Oh, wait. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah. It it makes no sense at all. So, huge problem there. So, I gave the game a B plus, and I do firmly stand behind that. I've seen some other reviews out there that are are lower quite quite a bit, actually. I, I don't think I agree with that, but it's, like I said, I'm so torn about this game because the single player is great overall. I, I, I Honestly, I really like the single player. I thought it was awesome. Uh, even with the, 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 the tripwire shit. The multiplayer, I think, is great, but I don't know if there's enough content there for it to stand above the rest. Especially with the Vietnam expansion coming out for Bad Company 2, which is four maps. So just in an expansion, I'm getting almost as many maps as I've got out of the box in Medal of Honor. Wow. So it's, it's really tough because I do like this game. I love playing it online. I love playing it with my friends. And there's just, I just don't know if there's enough there. So EA, my God, release some maps like ASAP. Uh, it's online, or it's uh, uh, dedicated servers. 
overall ran really good. It's got some of that client lag every now and then when you get somebody from Germany or somebody. Uh, I think they need to segregate the servers a little bit because usually if we had any lag at all, it was because there was a guy speaking German or you know French or whatever. Um, which is really weird because I thought it wasn't out in Europe yet. We were all like, what the hell is going on here? But really, uh, lag-free when we played it. I heard there's some lag problems on the 360 version. The guy at work was playing, and he goes, it was really bad last night. Uh, my coworker and I didn't have any problems last night, so I don't know what to tell you. So, yeah, I, I I gave it a B plus, and I do stand behind it. Personally, I think it's a great game. I, I really enjoyed it. There's some things they, they really need to fix if they do a sequel, which I'm sure they will. Uh, but, my God, we need some multiplayer maps, like, ASAP. So, go read the review. It's humongous. I can't believe I wrote all this. I'm looking at it. <laughs> the right great now. humongous. Yeah, the great humongous. Just right. walk away. <laughs> Just walk away. All right, Josh, end us strong with your talks about uh, FIFA 11. All right, before everybody tunes out. <laughs> <laughs> I really like is... the demo on the PS3. You know, I'm not a big soccer guy. I really like the demo. Yeah, but before everybody tunes out, this is our new sports review format where I'm just talking about the the new additions. I'm not really talking like the whole game here. With Bobby Brown? So, Bell Biv DeVault. Yo, Bell Biv DeVault. <laughs> BBD. All right. So, FIFA 11, uh this will be PS3, PSP, and PS2. Wow. But I'll be quick as I can. <laughs> so, 30 uh, minutes? All right, yeah. So, uh, PS3 first. It's not a huge leap forward from FIFA 10, but there's a number of interesting tweaks and additions that kind of make it worth a look, I'd say. Uh, You've got Be a Goalkeeper, which, uh, it's similar to the NHL. Uh, NHL, you can, you know, be a player and you can pick goalkeeper. Uh, But in soccer, the problem with that is that you face far fewer shots than you ever would in like an NHL game. Oh my God, so you, that would be boring. I've seen soccer games uh, end in 0-0. Zero, zero. Yeah, and that's part of the problem. Oh. You could spend an entire game and never see a shot. <laughs> There's got to be like a hacky sack minigame or something to keep you busy, right? <laughs> yeah. So while it's a neat idea, and I think they more threw it in there for the online play, because that allows full 11 versus 11 in online play for the first time. Right. Which, that's you know, cool. that's that's pretty amazing that you can actually do that. You can field a full team uh, for online play. Isn't that PS3 but, exclusive, too, that mode? Mm, I don't think so. I thought I heard that it was. You'd have to find mm. some really good dudes, too, because I can't imagine the, the amount of douchebaggery uh. that could occur. Yeah. yeah. No, you're on defense. Get back there. Seriously, get out of here. Oh. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's the thing with it. I mean, and even with NHL, you know, there's there's times in NHL when you're playing as a goalie where there's not a whole lot of action down at your end of the ice. Well, on both of these, they both have a similar function where there you can hit the select button and the camera pulls because basically the camera is behind the goal the whole time. You hit sure. the select button and the camera will push up and into the action on the other end of the ice or with FIFA at the other end of the pitch. And you can actually sort of follow what's going on up there. So you're not just sitting back there looking at <laughs> people way off in the distance. Um, <laughs> Scanning the, only the crowd thing for is, groupies. Hey, over here. With the PSP version, <laughs> you can't do that. 
So you literally sit there all the way in your net, just with the game going on way down at the other end. That's brutal. So, yeah, it's a neat idea. But for, for soccer, outside of online play, I don't know that it works out all that well. They also added this pro passing system, which takes into account a lot of stuff. And it changes the passing game, really. It takes into account your own abilities on the stick with aiming, the how long you hold the button down and everything, the player's abilities based on whichever player you have, and the situation and urgency of where you are in the game. So... Basically, it makes passing more realistic. You know, if you have somebody bearing down on you and you're just you're down near your 18 yard line and you're trying to get it out as quickly as you can, you're probably not going to be as accurate as if you've got all the time in the world. So that's kind of a neat system. Uh, last year, they also added like this 360 degree dribbling mechanic because before that, it was just eight eight points. Sure. Of, of motion there. Well, now they've also added a 360-degree fight-for-possession mode. Which and I know that actually, demo right away. Yeah, that works really well because there's yeah. a lot more jostling for the ball. The bigger players can knock you off the ball real, really much easier than, you know, in previous soccer games. Um, players are using their arms more to fight for position and really for possession of the ball. And it feels much more like a real soccer game, Uh, you know, Mm -hmm. where like NHL added that uh, the new physics engine and all the momentum and everything in it. This, this brings a whole new level to FIFA where it feels much, much more like a real game. And the other thing that ties into that is the other new feature personality plus where uh, supposedly, <laughs> players' actions, uh, they're more accurately reflected by their real-life counterparts. So if you really know these players, they act the same way in real life as they do in the game, where some are more aggressive and some are more technical and things like that. You know, but Some marry a Spice Girl. Exactly. And then just kick back and say, oh, I got hurt. Ow. <laughs> owie, owie, um, owie. Hang no. But it, I did notice a difference. I did notice a difference in the way this played between this and World Cup. And this is probably all part of it. You know, you'll, you'll see a difference in how things are handled and how players actually react to situations. So that, that's a good step forward for the game. Uh, it also has this creation center, which is kind of like the team builder in NCAA football. And you can go online, you can build a team from the ground up and like everything, like full customization in player creation in team colors, play formations and styles. You can pick a stadium, you know, everything, every last little detail to managers and everything. You can completely create your team the way you want it. And the cool thing is you can put it up for download so that other people can download it and play with it. You can download other people's teams and things like that. And you can share all this stuff. Very so cool. 
Yeah, that's actually a neat new mode uh, that's in there. Uh, the online that I played, it worked pretty well. Uh, there was a minor slowdown at one point. And actually, like one of the games, <laughs> this guy and I were going back and forth. And it was it was very realistic, you know, because we had uh, like the strategic parts of the game where we're, we're trying to move the ball around and sort of make a play. And somebody would break through and charge in on goal and either get a goal or just miss it or whatever. So we were going back and forth there. And of course, we got to the end of the game. This is what I hate about FIFA games, especially online. We got close to the end of the game. He got a breakaway. He got up by one goal and then basically went into a shell. And he sat back and just sort of passed the ball around, back and forth around his defense on the back line, which, you know, it's it's sound soccer strategy, but when you're playing somebody online, it's frustrating as hell because you have no yeah. chance. <laughs> so it's just like playing Madden when somebody's ahead. They you know they start eating the clock up and uh, yeah, it drives me insane. Yeah, but the online worked pretty well. Uh, one thing that bothered me was there just don't seem to be enough stadiums. Which. Oh, okay. I mean, that's just a personal thing, I guess, because there are so many freaking teams available and pretty much every league you could imagine and pretty much every team you can imagine, but there's only a handful of stadiums. It just doesn't seem like nearly enough. Overall, though, it's a it's a really good, solid soccer game. It's a good build from 10. It's nothing extraordinary, nothing you know, major leaps and bounds forward like 9 to 10 was. Uh, it's more just sort of incremental tweaks and things like that and just a couple of cool new modes and all. But as a soccer game overall, I give it an A-. minus. It's a really good, solid game. The PSP version, it also has to be a goalkeeper. Like I mentioned, you know, it eh, eh, that's problematic on the PSP. Uh, this added the 360 dribbling for the first time, which is pretty sweet. It has a trivia game. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, full career mode where you earn fame points to build up your player through uh, the course of 15 seasons, which is, that's Hmm. pretty good replay value right there. Uh, Yeah, it has a challenge mode where you can complete tasks to earn sets of points and things like that, and you can use those to buy upgrades and stuff from your player for your player or your team. And this actually also has online. Uh, it looks really good. It's you know it's got the jaggies, of course, but it plays like a really really solid soccer game. And I played it back and forth on the train a lot, and was actually having a lot of fun with it. You know, not quite up to the standards of the console ones, but well, it's sure. a you know it's a good solid soccer game on the on the handheld, and that one I give a B plus. Okay. Uh, the PS2, <laughs> whew, yeah, it's amazing going <laughs> going back and forth between like the PS3 and PS2 on the same game. Oof. Uh, sure. Yeah. Wow. Different engine, even. Yeah, the menus. Oh, yeah. The menus. Uh, we're spoiled by the PS3 and by the the new generation. The menus look terrible. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. Um. You know that's not gonna kill your gameplay or anything, but ooh. Uh. I think the music is even different in in the menus. It's now, probably different teams. 
No, it's got most of the teams actually. Um, no, 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 if, no, 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 no. Different development teams. Oh, different development teams. Yeah, probably. But uh, yeah, because the PSP and PS3 actually looked similar in in menus mm. and sort of the build, and the PS2 looked like it was completely off in another direction. <laughs> that that's, um, that was built by their college interning uh, the internship uh, <laughs> yeah program. Uh, it looked like a different. Uh, well, it sounded like there was different music in the menus. I'm not too sure because actually with the PS3, I put in my own set of music almost immediately. You know, I listen to a couple of the songs and then put in my own set of music so that all that stuff plays in the background and, and stuff. Sure. Um, now, the PS2, you know, I'm not saying that it's bad. You know, the game looks good. It actually looks really good. Uh, it's just kind of a blurrier version of the PS3 game. Um <laughs> It, this also has to be a goalkeeper. So that's across all three versions. It added these gamer accomplishments, which are basically trophies that give you points to spend on upgrading your your player. And they also have what they're calling a lounge mode. And this is kind of cool if you only have a PS2. So since we have PS3s and you've got multiple profiles and you can log in with your different profiles and you've got your own save games basically. But you know, we never had that on the PS2. You've got your one save game for, for your sports game and your roommate comes along or your brother comes along and overwrites it and you're pissed. Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) they have this thing called a lounge mode where it allows you to save up to eight profiles Oh, okay. uh, on your memory card, and it actually does stat tracking between all of them. Wow! So you oh, wow. can sort of, yeah, you can sort of uh, compare and contrast as you're as you're playing the game, as you're each playing your career mode or whatever. And it's got the full career mode and everything. But the one thing that kind of surprised me, it has no online at all. It doesn't surprise me anymore. A lot of companies just kind of stop putting online servers up for PS2 games, but. It's a shame. I mean, the Slim sold yeah. really well, and and it's got a built-in Ethernet. But um, dude, there's still, yeah, I know. Just, yeah, I was gonna say I know not every single one of them is in use, but there's still 140 million PS2s out there. I Come agree. on, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, you know, the, it, it's I, shocking I, to me. I never played this on the PS2, but were the earlier versions of this online on the PS2? Yeah. They were. Yeah, uh, all the EA Sports games were online. Those were the yeah, first I, things I ever played online. Well, I don't. I actually I played stopped Madden playing Madden on, on the re- Xbox. Well, go ahead, Joel. Well, I was going to say I played Madden on the PS2, but I don't remember ever playing FIFA. Yeah, I wasn't well, sure. Never even played FIFA on the PS2. But, <laughs> I'm not sure. I think I had one version of FIFA on the PS2, but the majority of the soccer games I had there were the Winning Eleven series because at the time they just trounced FIFA on the oh, PS2. Yeah. Sure, they were insane. So. Yeah, obviously this you know the PS2 it doesn't stack up well against the other two, which is kind of surprising. It doesn't even stack up all that well against the PSP. The PSP is actually mm-hmm. a little bit better, I'd say. But you know, if you take those other two out of it and you've just got the PS2, it is a solid all-around soccer game. And on its own, standing alone without any other influence from the others, that it gets a solid B plus. It's a it's mm-hmm. a really good solid soccer game. Uh, okay. Even comparing back to the Winning Eleven series uh, back then, it's definitely much better than those, and those were those were awesome. So, yeah, I just yeah, looked so. up Madden for the uh, PS2. 
this year's version, also not online. Huh. Wow. So yeah, you must they just not that's must, crazy. Must not be yeah. doing that for Well, PS2 you know that anymore. might also be that whole online passing that they've been doing. Maybe they just uh they just decided they're not going to do online for maybe piracy reasons even cuz mm, pretty easy to pirate uh PS2 and PSP games, so well, and the resale, because, yeah. yeah, they can't really yeah. implement a payment system on the PS2, so why bother exactly. even putting it on there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. All right. Yep, all so right. That's, well, we're, that's them. We're all done. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, we're going to hold off on emails and voicemails this week, because uh, we want to get through all this stuff, but... My God, next week I'm sure we'll be talking about a lot of Extra Life, and Joel will probably be reviewing NBA 2K11, but I'm sure we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about, like maybe some fishing, maybe some deer hunting, and uh, a whole bunch of other <laughs> stuff that we that I brought down. I brought a lot of stuff down, so uh, I definitely want to play that pro bass fishing with Move and with the controller that came with it. Uh, oh, the yeah. The pretty badass, actually. <laughs> I want to try so, that, um, <laughs> It's really cool. I'm like, I kind of want to do this more than Move. So, uh, next, don't forget, October 16th, 8 a.m. To, to Sunday the 17th, 8 a.m., Extra Life. Get over to psnation.org. Hit the banner on the right side that says Extra Life on it. You're going to find the video stream there, all the prize list, uh, all the other details about it. We're going to try to put some pictures up of some of the prizes, maybe. At least the TE stick. And uh, we've got all these PC games that i got to figure out, too. Uh, Scott from the Goo actually got a bunch of PC games from Ubisoft, so... Uh, we got to go through those, put those on the site as well, and uh, man, play some games with us, please. You know, we got to stay awake for 24 hours straight. We're going to need all the help we can get, so get on the chat on Ustream, get on the PSN with us, uh, or if we're online on anything else, if if uh, jo- uh, Joel decides to play on his 360 or something like that, well, whatever. But <laughs> Dude, we have to do but Left 4 Dead 2. You yeah, have to we'll actually be- open that up finally and play it. <laughs> we'll be playing some 360, and yeah, I think Glenn and I were talking about maybe making people pay me to get off of the 360. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he's playing 360, uh, Joel's playing 360 again. Somebody want to pay 50 bucks to get him off of there? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it should be a lot of fun, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think we all are. But definitely join us on, on Saturday and Sunday, please. We're, you know, we, need the, we need the company, and we, and we need the help. Uh, again, this is all for Children's Miracle Network. All proceeds go to that, to CMN, uh, and uh, thanks so far to everybody that's donated. Uh, the response has been awesome, and thanks to those that sent us all these prizes. I mean, we got, we've got we got a butt-ton of stuff, and apparently Jeff Rubenstein sent a box of goodies today as well. So hopefully that gets here by Friday so we can put that on the list, and uh, we'll get that up as well. So uh, join us. We'll talk to you next week. Boys, you got anything else? I got nothing. Oh, it sure would felt good to watch Brett Favre look like a fool on Monday Night Football. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad we don't even have a team anywhere. We have a scrimmage team because everybody's hurt. That's right. God. But I still uh, hope we beat that bastard in two weeks. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Well, he should probably beat himself, <laughs> say, stay out of a little trouble. Well, I'm all right with that. Maybe if he wants to throw three picks or something, that that's all right with me. No, yeah, that's that's yeah, custom. You there, Favre pisses me off with all his BS. I'm retired. I'm not yeah. retired. I'm retired. I'm not retired. <laughs> hey, want to see a you. picture of my dick? <laughs> all right. Well, with that, we're gonna get out of here. Get out there and play some games. We'll talk. We'll talk to you guys this weekend. Have a good one. Adios. Extra life yo. this weekend. Ryan Manthe, know he's running.
What do you mean? Well, oh, he, he didn't know that he had campaign ads that said certain things. I wonder if he even knew he was running. Mary Lazic wanted mothers out of the hospital. She said they were because she's evil. He said they were taking up beds for sick people. He called them greedy dirty. whores. <laughs> dirty whores, go home. Well, I didn't know we were on that spot. I. <laughs> I have no control over my campaign. I, I wasn't even going to run. Just a lot of people demanded that I, they, they just want, they just put my name on a commercial and ran it. I, I didn't even know I was a candidate. Go home, you filthy mothers. We know what you were doing nine months ago, and you sick of us. Uh, we think you'll do it again. We want you out of our hospital. Mary Lysak said that. That's Mary Lysak wants. Oh no! I didn't. I didn't. I didn't approve that script. Uh, Mary Lazic says. <laughs> I told him to stop. Mary Lazic wanted to tear down the maternity wings on all hospitals. <laughs> it's true. Mary Lazic hates babies. <laughs> <laughs> of course, she's a Republican. All Republicans hate babies, birdies, <laughs> clean, clean air, green, green grass, water. blue skies. And it's just Mary like Lazic. a sickness with them. <laughs> Mary Lazic hates happiness. Wants no one to be happy. She, she wants- voted against happiness 17 <laughs> times. <laughs> she wants to tax a smile. Why, Don't Mary Lazic has tried her way. to pass legislation to make it cloudy every day. <laughs> Lazic hates you. Would it's you true. vote for she someone voted, who hates you? She voted against you 14 times. Voted for hate over and over again. <laughs> She's been taking money from hate. Why don't you vote Brian Manthean? Who's good, pure, likes kind. people and beings. Knows. Mary Lazic has monsters in her house <laughs> that eat children. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Because you can say anything in a political ad. Mary Lazic gunned down a priest. Yes. (laughs) Played in his blood. Guts dripping from her fingers. You can say anything in a political ad. Why why not? Who's to stop you? Because the candidate always goes, well, I didn't know they were saying that. Yeah. And then by the time, you know, any kind of lawsuit would actually get underway, the campaign is over. The damage has been done. You can say anything. Anything in a political ad. This has been a dramatization. (laughs) Mary Lizick does not actually have much.